himself in that one on both ends of the floor. Uh, and I thought our guys did a great job of attacking. All right, coming off of the win the other night over Doan, 84-74. to 74, Did not play very well in the first half. Fell behind again in the first half. That's nothing new for us. Played a much better game in the second half. Yeah, you know, we didn't shoot the ball very well. They were starting a box and one. We hadn't seen a box. We were getting open looks. Didn't knock them down. Gave up nine offensive rebounds. You just can't do that against anybody. Second half, totally different story. Found our confidence on our shot. Logan Kale hits eight threes. Shane Chamberlain hits three. Um, and then we gave up one offensive rebound. So nothing happened at halftime to make us more athletic. We just had a better mindset about boxing out, giving them one shot. And so we were able to pull away down the stretch. Good thing uh, Logan Kale was hot because we needed every one of those uh, points. Eight three-pointers in the ball game. He's just been kind of consistent all year long. He brings out with a great game the other night. Yeah, you know, that day, ironically, he was in the gym shooting for a while, you know, getting shots up. And so I think his confidence level is very high. Um, and we needed all of them. He got us going, uh, shot it with a lot of confidence, played with a lot of courage. And then it started to become contagious a little bit. And then once they we started knocking some of those down, they got out of that box and one went to a 3-2 zone. Uh, we put Bard on the top of the zone because he's such a good passer. He could flash into the middle. Uh, and so we did some nice things attacking the zone as well. What would you like out of your, your defense the other night? I thought we, we did a great job of pressuring them. I thought we took away Larravee's left hand, which is a big deal with him. He likes to go left to score. Um, in the first half, we talked about it. We did not get on the glass well. But at halftime, our players talked amongst themselves about shoring that up and each man being responsible for boxing out and not giving up seconds. So that was a key to that particular game. Dak West, the first time we played him, really didn't send many guys to the boards. But in a review on their last three games, they've changed. They're sending about three guys hard. They've got some size. So we got to do a good job with that today. Let's talk about uh, the Tigers. They come in here 21 and 7, 13 and 6 in in the conference. So uh, amongst the leaders up there, they still have plenty to play for too. Oh, no question. You know they're nationally ranked uh, ninth, and uh, you know obviously I'm sure that they showed them a lot of film of the first time and weren't pleased with their effort there. And and so anytime you have that, there's always motivation. Um, you know, so our guys, our guys are aware that you know we've got to do the things that we've got to do. We've got to control. We got to play physical with them. We got to keep them off the glass. We got to make them work on both ends of the floor. We got to push the pace um, and attack. You've already mentioned that Ty Hoagland a couple of times. It's a guy that averages 22, 23 points per ball game, shoots the ball extremely well, 49% from the field and 42% from three-point territory. So we got to be in his face all day long. Yeah, Ty's done it all for them in his four-year career. Uh, class act on the floor, class act off the floor. Great leader. Uh, skills, they speak for themselves. You watch him play and you walk away and think, man, that kid, he can really do some things both uh, offensively, uh, defensively. I mean, he's just a complete player. He sets up his teammates. He's very unselfish. Um, he knows when he needs to take shots when they're in, they're in trouble, and he knows when to get guys involved. So he's got a high basketball IQ. He said Mason uh, guarded him the first time around. Uh, he scored only 13 points against us the first time around. Why were we uh, successful? Well, I thought our team defense was outstanding. I thought we were in position. We were rotating. We understood the scout. We executed the scout. And then Mason Heemster is an elite perimeter defender. He just is. I mean, he's guarded the best guys in, in this league on the perimeter as a freshman and done a great job. You hold Ty Oglin on a four for 16, keep him off the free throw line. Uh, you've done one heck of a job, and it wasn't just because he missed shots. I thought that we really made him work for shots, and a lot of that was Mason. The other guy that hurt us up there, Colin Oppold, he scored 24 points and grabbed 10 rebounds in a ball game against us. I had three three-pointers. 
Uh, Oppel's coming off a 32-point game against Northwestern on Wednesday, so he's very capable of scoring. What they like to do with him is they like to run him off back screens, get him in the post, uh, and then he's very strong. So uh, Lepofsky will get that assignment. Uh, he's been a very good defender for us, been a very reliable defender, uh, takes great pride in guarding. So uh, that's a big, big matchup. Uh, we can't let Oppel get going. Good rebounding bunch as well. Going to have to get on the, the glass today. Yeah, that's going to be a five as one. That's going to be five guys having to stick their nose in there. Uh, we've played really good initial defense for a good portion for January on. The one area the last four or five games we talked about it before Doan was uh, we're giving up too many second shots. Now the second half the other night we took care of that. We did not give those up, and um, we got to do that again today. So a win will get us into the conference tournaments uh, next week and uh, probably a, a trip to Morningside next week, but it's a uh, Really, one game at a time. Got to worry about this one today. Yeah, no question. You know, you got senior day, so there's obviously a lot of emotions for our seniors. Uh, like we talked earlier, they've done so much for the program and for the uh, for the college. Uh, so you want to win on senior day and send those guys out the right way. All right, good luck. Thanks, Mike. Bill Gabriel, head coach for Hastings College. Stick around. Starting line in the play-by-play description up next. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan today on 1230 KHAS. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. We've added more items, more savings, more sales more often to the ShopWheelerDealer.com inventory. In fact, ShopWheelerDealer.com has people who spend all of their time replenishing and expanding the variety and quantity of merchandise. For bonus specials, text WheelerDealer to 90210. Text WheelerDealer to 90210. Or sign up for emails by logging on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. So join in, log on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. Shop local, save big. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. All right, back to Lynn Arena, the Osborne Sports Complex, as we get to set for the men's ball game here this afternoon between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. A couple of scores they pass along to you here in between games as the seniors' day activities have uh, wrapped up now for the men's basketball team, the women's basketball team, and also the cheer and dance team. So, going to have an extended time here between ball games. A couple of games already completed on the women's side of things in the Great Plains Athletic Conference today. Again, Hastings College winning over Dakota Wesleyan in the first ball game by a score of 80-52. to 52. Morningside has picked up a win over Northwestern to solidify that number three spot in the conference standings and a home game on Wednesday. Morningside beating Northwestern by a score of 78-68. to 68. At last check, Concordia had the lead over Jamestown. That was a halftime score. Concordia leading Jamestown 39-34. to The other game is going on today. Mount Marty is playing at Midland. 
College of St. Mary's is playing at Dort, and Doan is playing at Briar Cliff today. So those are the games on the women's side of things. Again, the official bracket for the Great Plains Athletic Conference postseason tournament will uh, come out here in the next uh, couple of hours. Concordia with a win today up at Jamestown. They will lock up the number one seed in the conference championship on the women's side of things. Hastings is uh, the number two team. They'll be the number two team seeded second in the G-Pack postseason tournament. Hastings will have a home game on Wednesday night against the University of Jamestown as they will make the nine-hour trip to uh, Hastings next Wednesday to play the uh, Broncos in the opening round. If Hastings should win that game, they'll also have another home game next Saturday in the semifinals. Morningside will be the number three seed. Looks like Dort is going to be the number four seed. Dakota Wesleyan will be the number five seed. All the pairings will be out here in a little bit. On the men's side of things, Morningside has already wrapped up the number one seed as they have uh, had this baby locked up for a while. They've got a four-game lead right now over Dakota Wesleyan. Morningside is sitting at 17-2. and two. Dakota Wesleyan, the team, will play today. They're sitting at 13-6. and six. So right now they've got the number two seed locked up, but Dort right on their heels at 13-7. and seven. Northwestern is at 12-7. and seven. Hastings right now just uh, battling to, to make the tournament. The top eight teams in the uh, GPAC regular season standings will qualify for that postseason tournament that gets underway on Wednesday. Hastings College right now sitting in the number eight spot with Briar Cliff just a game behind, and the Chargers have the uh, tiebreaker over Hastings. So the Broncos, in essence, have to win today in order to qualify for the uh, GPAC postseason tournament. A loss by the Broncos today and a win by Briar Cliff would give Briar Cliff the number eight seed, and Hastings would be on the outside looking in when the uh, GPAC postseason tournament gets underway on Wednesday. If Hastings can win this ball game today, we'll get the number eight seed, and Hastings will play at Morningside on Wednesday. Morningside, the conference champs, and the team that held the number one ranking most of the season. They're down to number two or number three in the latest poll after uh, dropping a couple of ball games, but that would be a very, very tough task for Hastings in the opening round of the GPAC tournament if we can get there on Wednesday night. So first things first, the Broncos need a win here this afternoon over Dakota Wesley and the team that is 21-7 and seven on the season, 13-6 and six in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They are ranked number nine in the country. Hastings went up to Mitchell during the week on a Wednesday back on the January the 22nd and upset Dakota Wesleyan up at the Corn Palace 73-64. to Hastings shot the ball extremely well on that night. We hit 51% of our field goals in the ball game. We hit 9 out of 19 three-pointers for 47%, and we also hit 63% from the free-throw line. We held a very good Dakota Wesleyan team that night to only 40% shooting. They hit 6 out of 27 from three-point territory, and they shot only eight free-throws in the entire ballgame. They were 75% from the free-throw line, so it's going to take that type of effort here today to uh, upset Dakota Wesleyan and grab that eighth and final spot in the uh, GPAC tournament on Wednesday. We'll take a break and zero in on this ballgame as we continue with our Bronco basketball coverage on 1230 KHAS. 
Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lynn Farrell Arena. What other score we might pass along to you? The Hastings High girls basketball team. They came up short today in their quest for a state tournament berth in Class B. Hastings losing in the district championship game today to Platteview, 38-30. The Tigers' season is over. Adam Central and Hastings St. Cecilia girls basketball teams. They have worked themselves into the district championship as well. They're going to be playing district championship games on Friday night with a chance to qualify for the state tournament. Adam Central will be playing Broken Bowl at a district championship game over at uh, Carney Catholic High School. Meanwhile, it'll be Hastings St. Cecilia. They'll be playing Centennial in the uh, district championship game on Friday night. That game will be at Aurora. So they still got a couple of chances to get some uh, Hastings teams into the state tournament as Hastings St. Cecilia and uh, Adams Central play their district championship ball games on Friday night. Boys High School sub-districts will get underway this week as well. So it's going to be another busy week of high school and college sports action for you on our group of stations here at Platte River Radio. A zero in on this ball game. Hastings College coming in. A record of 14 wins and 15 losses on the season, the Broncos are sitting at 7-12 and 12 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings broke a five-game losing streak the other night with a win over Doan, winning over the Tigers by the score of 84-74. Hastings did not have a very good first half in that ballgame, fell behind early, and the Broncos had trailed in that ballgame at halftime to the uh, Tigers and then had a pretty good second half. It was 40-34 to 34 in favor of Doan at halftime. And then Hastings outscored Doan in the second half, 50-34. to 34. Logan Kale had a big ball game for Hastings on Wednesday as he scored 24 points. He hit eight three-pointers in the ball game. That's a career high for Logan Kale. Carson Gasselbaum also hit for uh, three three-pointers in that ball game. James Chamberlain came off of the bench and hit three threes in the second half. So Hastings able to outscore the Tigers in the second half of that ball game on Wednesday, 50-34. to 
as they grab a 84-74 win over Doan on Wednesday. So Hastings will be looking for their second straight win over Dakota Wesleyan in this series after beating the Tigers up there by the score of 73-64. to Mason Heemstra had a big ball game up in uh, Mitchell. He scored 24 points in the basketball game. In fact, that's his season high. So he had a, a good affair in the first game between these two teams. Zach Kitten also was in the double figures for Hastings as he scored 14 points. Shane Chamberlain had nine, and Bart Hiscock had nine. The Broncos, as we mentioned, had a, a good night shooting the basketball, 51% from the field and 47% from uh, three-point territory, 63% from the free-throw line. Dakota Wesleyan, again, they have a record of 21-7, and 13-6, in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference. They are coming off of a win the other night over Northwestern. They beat the Red Raiders at home 93-76. to In fact, they've won their last two games. They've also uh, got a win over Doan here in the last week or so. They beat the Tigers 79-64 to in Crete. Their last loss was to Mount Marty back on the 12th of this month, losing to the Lancers in Yankton by the score of 72 to 61, but this is a very good basketball team. We'll see here today. The Tigers, they're averaging 78 points per ball game on offense. They're giving up 68.4 on the defensive end. They are number seven in the nation in total rebounds on defense, and they are number eight in the nation in the scoring defense as they're giving up only uh, 68 points per ball game. One of the better players in the Great Plains Athletic Conference plays on this team, Ty Hoagland, number 11 in the uh, nation in points per game. He's averaging 22.4 points per ball game. Hoagland also grabbing four and a half rebounds per game. He's hitting 49% from the field and 42% from three-point territory. Hastings held him in check uh, pretty much in that first ball game as he scored 13 points against Hastings the first time around. So we're still a couple of minutes away from the tip-off for the uh, men's ball game here today between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. We'll take a break, come back. You're listening to Bronco Basketball today on 1230 KHAS. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 
All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at uh, Lynn Farrell Arena, the Osborne Sports Complex. As we get closer to the tip-off of the ball game between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan in men's play, Tigers ranked number nine in the country. Hastings College needing a win today. They can secure a spot in the Great Plains Athletic Conference postseason tournament. Another score to report to you. A women's score. It was Concordia beating Jamestown today. In Jamestown, final score of 76-66. to 66. So that will lock up the uh, championship for uh, Concordia on the women's side of things. Bulldogs win the uh, conference championship. They will get an automatic bid to the NAIA National Tournament coming up in the second week of March up in Sioux City. And Concordia will be the number one seed for the postseason tournament that gets underway on uh, Wednesday. So Hastings will be the number two seed. The Broncos will have a home game on Wednesday, probably against the University of Jamestown. And they'll set the game time here in uh, the next couple of hours or so. But I assume it'll be somewhere around uh, 7 o'clock on uh, Wednesday night. Hastings College men with a win here. would go on the road and play at Morningside on Wednesday. Again, uh, probably two games up in Sioux City. So Broncos will probably play the uh, second ball game up there. But first things first, Hastings will need a win here today to... Uh, extend their season. If not, their season is going to come to an end here on the Seniors Day at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings again, 14 and 15 on the season, 7 and 12 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The Broncos averaging 80.5 points per ball game on offense. They're giving up 78.3 on the defensive end. Broncos hitting 46% of their field goal trying so far this year. 34% from three-point territory and 68% from the free-throw line. Hastings out rebounding their opposition by one, 36 to 35. Hastings averaging 12 turnovers per ball game. They force 12 on the defensive end. Leading a score for Hastings is Barton Hiscock, averaging 20.9 points per ball game. The Tigers averaging 78 points per ball game on offense, giving up 68.4 on the defensive end. Dakota Wesleyan hitting 47% of their field goal tries so far this year, 34% from three-point territory and 74% from the free-throw line. Dakota Wesleyan very good on the boards. They out-rebound their opposition 35-30. to And Dakota Wesleyan, they don't make many mistakes out there, only 10 turnovers per ball game. They force 11 on the other end. They're leading scorer this season, and he's been, uh, he's been very good the past couple of years. Ty Hoagland. He's averaging 22.5 points per ball game, hitting 49% of his field goal tries this year, 42% from three-point territory. He's also throwing up a ton of free throws this year. He has shot 173 free throws coming into the ball game today, and has uh, made 148 of those. So, amongst the leaders in the free throw percentage at 85%, also pushing uh, double figures for Dakota Wesleyan. This is Samuel McLeod, 
McLeod is averaging nine and a half points per game. The guy that's been on fire as of late for the Tigers is Colin Oppold. Oppold had a big ball game the other night against Northwestern, scoring 32 points. He had 24 against Hastings in the first go-around back in January. Oppold didn't see a lot of playing time early in the season, but because of some uh, roster moves and a couple of guys that have left the team, Oppold is now uh, getting a chance to play, and he is delivering for the Tigers. He is averaging 7.9 points per ball game on the season, and he's hitting 46% of his field goal tries so far this year. So it's Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. We've got the starting lineups coming up. You're listening to Bronco Basketball on 1230 KHAS. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher, and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much. Then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings. And Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level, even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine. They're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert, and I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, Bronco basketball for you on 1230 KHAS. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. So the Broncos with seven seniors. Possibility of them playing their uh, final game today without a win. Their season will be over. With the win, they'll move on to the uh, GPAC postseason tournament next week. Uh, Seven seniors include Brendan Leposki, the uh, senior out of uh, Sandy Creek who transferred here from uh, UNO this past season. Zach Johnson, a senior out of Las Vegas. Also, Logan Kale, a senior out of Lincoln. Also, a uh, senior is Eli Hunter from uh, Grand Island. Barton Hiscock, of course, the uh, senior out of Bennington. And Zach Kitten, the senior from Hastings St. Cecilia, playing their final regular season home game here and today against the Tigers of Dakota Wesley. And so we're finally set to go after an extended uh, time in between games as we uh, honored the seniors for the women's basketball team, the men's basketball team, and the cheer and dance team. And now we're ready for uh, men's basketball action here today. We'll get to the starting lineups. are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. For the uh, Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan, again, they are ranked number nine in the country this week at 21 and seven. Colin Oppold will get a start at six foot four and sophomore out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He is averaging 7.9 points and 3.9 rebounds per game. He scored 24 against the Broncos the first time around. 
Colin Kramer is a six foot seven inch senior out of Bulga, South Dakota. Kramer right now is averaging 5.3 points and 5.6 rebounds per game. Mason Larson is a six foot seven inch sophomore out of Langford, South Dakota. Larson is averaging seven points and 3.6 rebounds per game. Samuel McLeod is a six foot eight inch senior from Rapid City, South Dakota. McLeod is averaging 9.5 points and 5.7 rebounds per game. And then uh, one of the better players in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, Ty Hoagland, a 6'3'' senior from Dell Rapids, South Dakota. Hoagland is averaging 22.5 points and 4.5 rebounds per game. Matt Wilbur is the head coach for Dakota Wesleyan, so a very big basketball team. These things will be matched up against uh, here this afternoon. Broncos will be this way. Mason Heemstra getting a start. Heemstra, a six-foot freshman out of Alliance. He torched these guys for 24 points the first time around in that meeting back in January up in Mitchell. Heemstra fell in love with a Corn Palace, scored 24 points. He's now averaging 10 points and 5.1 rebounds per game. Brennan Moposki is six-foot-four and senior out of uh, Sandy Creek, averaging 11.7 points and 4.3 rebounds per game. Logan Kale, a six-foot senior out of Lincoln. Kale is coming off of his career-high 24-point performance he had the other night against Doan. He's now averaging 8.2 points and two rebounds per game. Bart Hiscock, the six-foot-six-inch senior out of Bennington. Hiscock is averaging 20.9 points and 8.2 rebounds per game. Zach Kitten, the other starter for Hastings. Kitten, a six-foot-five-inch senior from Hastings St. Cecilia. Kitten is averaging 8.8 points and 5.6 rebounds per game. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank. Now with three locations in Hastings, 2815 Osborne Drive West, 320 South Burlington, and at 322 North St. Joe, Five Points Bank of Hastings, the better bank, member FDIC. Hastings will shoot to our basket to our left, Dakota Wesleyan in their dark blue uniforms there today with their... uh, like North Carolina blue numerals. Ball is in the air, and Hastings will control the opening tap. Broncos a shoot to our basket to our left. Here's a Hiscock with the ball. He drives it right down the lane, all the way toward the goal. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Bart with a rebound. Goes back up. His shot is up there and in. Two to nothing is the score. That's the M.O. today. Hastings wants to whip this game inside out. They think they have the advantage. Inside, as uh, Kitten and Hiscock had pretty good ball games up in Mitchell. There's a stop in the top of the key, a three-pointer. Good, Mitch, Mason Larson. Mason Larson knocks down a three-ball, and Dakota Wesleyan is out on top of this ball game. I score of uh, three to two. Just underway here in this uh, basketball game. There's a Hiscock with the ball. Hiscock has got it now on the right side. That's going to be Mason Heemstrom with the ball. They get it inside. That's a Zach Kitten. Kitten down here on the baseline. He's got to get rid of it. He does. That's going to be Leposki with the ball right at the free throw line. He sounds up there. It's going to be no good. And the rebound comes down to DWU. Rebounding is going to be huge today for Hastings. They've got to at least match uh, the numbers that Dakota Wesleyan put up. This is a much bigger uh, basketball team we're facing here today. Here comes uh, Dakota Wesleyan back in the zone. Larson has got it. Larson out here to uh, McLeod. Goes over to Oppel, down on the baseline, goes up with a shot. is good, but it won't count. Traveling violation. Traveling violation is called there on uh, D-Dub. That's going to be their first turnover of the ball game. Hastings will come back with the ball. 3-2 to two is the score. Three-pointer by uh, Mason Larson for Dakota Wesleyan and a two-pointer for Bart Hiscock here early in the ball game. 
There's a Kale with the ball in the wing. Kale puts it on the floor, dribbles inside the free throw circle, gives it away now. That's a Kitten with the ball. Now to Kale, takes the ball inside. It's going to be stripped away. Ball is loose and is picked up here by Heemstra. Mason Heemstra takes it to the rack. His shot is up there good. He's also fouled in the play. Fouls that go on to Mason Larson. Billy was looking for the uh, call, and it was kind of a delayed call. The guy underneath the bucket comes sprinting out there and uh, makes the call. So a foul and one here for Mason Heemstra as he goes to the free throw line. The freshman throws it up there and a shot good, a three-point play. Heemstra again had 24 points against these guys the first time around. He gets a three-point play here. That gives the Broncos the advantage now, 5-3 to three here in this ballgame. Dakota Wesleyan comes back in their offensive end. Behind the screen, dribbling with the basketball. There is a Ty Hoagland over here on the wing. That's Kramer with the ball. Kramer now to Oppold. Oppold sets for three, but passes up the shot. Goes to Kramer, top of the key. He'll throw up to Trey. His shot's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Kitten. The cat gets the ball away. Mason Heemster has got the ball. Far sideline to Kale. Lobs it inside. Loposki with the ball. Loposki takes it into the paint. Throws up a little shot. Good. Loposki scores. 7-3 is the score. Hastings leading Dakota Wesleyan in a must-win situation here this afternoon. Oppold has got the ball for the Tigers. Oppold gives it away. Ty Hoagland has got it. Now to Oppold. Lobs the ball inside. That's McLeod with the ball. Back out of the wing on the left side. Hoagland with it now. Goes back inside. Dropping the ball down to the hole. There's going to be Larson, and he's found in the play. Mason Larson had the visions of maybe stuffing that baby at home, but he just reaches up there and drops it right down to the hole very gently. And then he is fouling the play here. Kitten picks up the foul. Larson goes to the free throw line to try to make this a three-point play. Larson, a uh, 65% foul shooter. The shot is up there. It's going to be good. So a three-point play there. And that makes the score 7-6. to six. Hastings has got the lead. Broncos come back with the ball. Logan Kale on the f- high right side over there. Kale gets the ball now to Heemstra, top of the key. To uh, Leposki, left side of the lane. Leposki gives it away to Hiscock. Hiscock now to uh, Logan Kale. Logan breaks loose, takes it down on the baseline. He's cut out there. There's a pass that can be deflected. It comes to the near side. It's picked up here by Hoagland. Hoagland drives the ball to the basket. His side is up there. No good. Tip try. No good. Rebound D-Dub. McLeod comes down with a rebound. Back outside. That's going to be Oppold with the ball. They work it back around to the right side. That's Mitch Larson. Larson gets it into the hands here of Colin Kramer. Now to Oppold on the wing. Six seconds on the shot clock. Here's Kramer. Takes it inside, gives it away. Oppold shot is up there, no good. Rebound comes down to Hiscock. Hiscock to Heemstra down the near sideline to Logan Kale. Stops at the top of the yard. His bounce pass is going to be kicked out of bounds. It's going to be Hastings playing the ball in. Bronco basketball today here on 1230 KHAS and online at uh, HastingsLink.com. Hastings College women winning in the uh, first ball game today over Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 80 the 52, Hastings will be the number two seed for the GPAC postseason tournament that gets underway on Wednesday. Hastings will have a home game on Wednesday against the Jimmies of Jamestown. Here's a kitten with the ball. Kitten will move it into the lane. He spins, puts it up there right-handed off of the glass. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down here to Mason Larson for Dakota Wesleyan. There's a shot taken at the other end. His shot's going to be no good. A quick shot taken there by the Tigers. Ball rebounded here by... Marty Hiscock now to Heemstra. He drives the ball to the basket. The shot is up there and in. Heemstra now with five points in the ballgame. He sings out on top. Nine to six over the Tigers. 
Here comes Colin Oppold with the ball. Oppold picked up there by Leposki. He gets it to McLeod, not an Oppel, as he drives it to the hole. His shot is up there and in as a Dakota Wesleyan scores. 9-8 is the score now. 9-8, he sings with a one-point lead. Logan Kale trapped along the baseline, gets it away. Hiscock has got it here. He's going to throw up a three-pointer. His shot is off of the mark. No good. Rebound comes down here to Colin Kramer. Kramer for Dakota Wesleyan gives it away now to Hoagland. Hoagland over to uh, Larson as they come into the forecourt now. That's a Colin Oppold with the ball. Back outside, a three-pointer, McLeod for three, shot no good. Rebound comes down here to Kitten of Hastings. Kitten of Leposki, now to Kale for three, shot is up there. It's going to be off of the mark, no good. Ball ripped out of there by D-Dub. Colin Kramer with a rebound, gets it away now. That's going to be Hoagland bringing the ball up. Mason Heemster will pick him up. Behind his screen, they throw it to the far sideline. McLeod has got it. McLeod down to Larson. Larson works against Kale, takes him down on the baseline. Well, 10-footer is up there, it's going to be no good. Leposki on the weak side grabs the rebound for the Broncos. Leposki gets it away to Mason Heemstra over to Logan Kale. There's his cock of the ball. Top of the key to Heemstra to the rack. His shot's going to be blocked out of bounds. And a couple of players fall out of bounds now. And a foul is going to be called here on the Mason Larson. Larson picks up the foul. Heemstra goes down. Larson fell right on top of him there. Right in front of the uh, student body section over there. And uh, Heemstra ends up losing his sneaker. Yeah, Mason Heemster has got to take some time now to find his sneaker over there by the grandstands. He'll put that on his uh, right foot, and we'll get ready to go here. 14 minutes and 30 seconds to play here in the first half. He sings out on top of the Tigers by a score of 9-8. to eight. Heemster will scroll to the free throw line. He got injured a little bit in the ball game against Doan the other night. He's nursing a uh, sore ankle anyway, and he falls out of bounds here, and Big old Mason Larson, big old dude, falls right on top of him. So now Heemstra goes to the free throw line. They're trying to connect there. Some charity tosses. First one is up there. It's going to be good. Heemstra is 75% foul shooter on the season. He's only hit two here in this ball game. He'll have another one. I guess Hastings a 10-8 advantage. Ryan Ierna comes into the ball game now for Hastings. Ierna comes in. Here comes Carson Gasselbaum into the ball game as well. Shane Chamberlain coming in as well for head coach Bill Gavers. Next shot is up there. It's going to be good by Heemstra. Hastings with a lead now. It's 11-8. Broncos have the advantage here in this one. Ty Hoagland has got the ball as they work it inside now against the Ryan Ierna. They back up, and there's a shot taken. It's going to be no good, and the foul is going to be called. Jeffrey Shuck just checked into the ball game, and he works against Ierna, and Ryan picks up the personal foul. So Ierna picks up his first foul. And now we're going to have some free throws coming up here from Jeffrey Shuck. He's a 66% foul shooter on the season. 10 out of 15. Hasn't had a lot of chances. His shot is up there. It's good. He averages about 4.7 points per ball game. The Dakota Wesleyan bench is not very deep. They'll probably play about seven, maybe eight guys today. Next shot is up there. It's going to be no good by Shuck. And the rebound comes down here to Hastings. Kitten with a rebound. So it's an 11-9 ball game. Hastings has got a two-point lead here. Broncos looking for a season sweep of the uh, Dakota Wesleyan Tigers after we picked up a win in the Corn Palace earlier this year. Heemster is shot from the corner as an air ball. It goes out of balance, and it's going to be lost off of the fingertips of the Tigers down there. That was Colin Kramer underneath the basket as he is the last guy to touch it, and Hastings will play things in. 
Baseline left side underneath their own basket. Heemstra lobs it into the lane. It's going to be uh, tipped away. Comes rolling out here. It's going to be picked up by the Tigers. Now they lose the ball in backcourt, and Hastings will pick her up again. Hoagland tried to pick it up and lost control of it, and Hastings will pick it up. Four seconds on the shot clock. Here's Heemstra. His shot is up there. No good. And the ball ripped out of there by the Tigers. So although the possession didn't change hands, Hastings was down at the end of the shot clock there, and Heemstra took it into the lane and could not convert. Dakota Wesleyan has got the ball with a chance to pull ahead here with a three-point field goal. Shuck has got the ball. Shuck gets it away to Kramer. His pass is going to be intercepted. Intercepted here by Heemstra. He takes off his shot good. Turnover in Dakota Wesleyan. That's their second turnover of the ball game. That one results in points at the other end. 13-9 is the score now. Heemstra is out on top. Here's another pass that's going to be deflected. The ball is loose here on the near sidelines. Heemstra can't come up with that one. Hoagland has got the ball. Hoagland around the screen. Hoagland runs into Ierna. Hoagland throws the ball down on the baseline to a shot. Comes out on the wing on the left side. That's Oppel driving the ball in the basket. His shot is up there. No good. Tip trying. No good. Ball goes out of bounds and they give the ball to uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers are playing things in. Here comes Eli Hunter into the ball game now. Von Hiscock is going to return for the Broncos. Kitten is going to check out of the ball game. Heemstra will come out for the Broncos. 12.51 to play. Here in the first half, Hastings is out on top of Dakota Wesleyan, 13-9 in a must-win situation here this afternoon. Oppold on the baseline, shot off of the glasses up there and good. Colin Oppold scores. That's his first field goal. And he had 24 against Hastings the first time around. 13-11 is the score. Hastings leading by two points. Here's Hiscock with the ball. Hiscock moves it over on the wing. That's going to be a Gasselbaum with it now. To Shane Chamberlain, not a Gasselbaum on the far sideline. Carson dribbling with the ball. Dakota Wesleyan man-to-man down in the baseline. Gasselbaum has got it. Now to Ryan Irona. Irona back to Gasselbaum for three. Shot is up there. It's going to be too strong. No good. Rebound is loose. It's on the floor. Broncos scrambling for it. It's still loose and is picked up here by the Tigers. Colin Kramer chases the ball down in the corner. Kramer gets the ball now to Oppel. Then to the forecourt. Oppel over here on the right side. Kramer has got the ball. Top of the key to Shuck. Over here on the left side, that's going to be uh, Oppold with the ball. Two-handed pass out to the top of the key to McLeod. Back inside to Shuck. He puts it up there left-handed over Ierna. It's going to be no good. Shane Chamberlain with a rebound. Chamberlain hustles back the other way. Shane with the ball into the forecourt here for the Broncos. Shane Chamberlain on the wing. Gives it away to Bart Hiscock. Bart, he drives the ball into the paint. It's going to be stripped away there by McLeod. Samuel McLeod grabs the ball for the Tigers. First turnover on Hastings. 11 and a half minutes to play. He sings out on top of Dakota Wesleyan, 13 to 11. Three ball put up there in the end, Ty Hoagland. Hoagland now with five points in the ball game. That gives the Tigers the advantage for the first time. 14 to 13 with 11 minutes and 14 seconds to play here in the first half. Here's a Chamberlain with the ball. Chamberlain gets it to Ierna. Inside down to Bart Hiscock to Ierna. And shot up there left handed. It's good and he's fouled in the play. Ryan Iron on the assist from Bart Hiscock gets the field goal and one. Jeffrey Shuck picks up the personal foul. Iron will go to the free throw line here to try to make this a three-point play. Iron a 56% foul shooter on the season. The senior out of Clearwater, Florida gets the field goal there for Hastings. And now uh, Iron goes to the free throw line here and trying to make this a, a three-point play. Hastings back out on top now, 15 to 14. I earn it from the stripe. His shot is up there. It's going to be off of the mark. No good. Rebound comes down here to uh, D-Dub. So he sings back out on top, 15-14. to 
Here's a Colin Oppold with the ball. Oppold gets it into the offensive zone. Shuck has got it. Now to a Bradley Dean who's into the ball game. Dean out to Kramer. Now near side. There's a three-pointer by McLeod. It's good. Samuel McLeod scoring there for Dakota Wesley. That's his first field goal. That gives the Tigers the advantage again. 17-15 to 15 here over Hastings. Ryan Ierna has got the ball. The Carson Gasselbaum on the wing. Drives it underneath the basket. Carson comes out here on the wing. Shane Chamberlain with the ball. Now do I earn at the free throw line to Hiscock down low. Takes it down to the baseline. Forces his way to the goal and scores. Bar Hiscock now with four points in the ball game. We're tied up now at 17 points apiece. Here in the first half with 10 minutes and some change left here until halftime. It's a McLeod with the ball over here to Kramer. Shot for three is up there. No good. Rebound Ierna. Ryan Ierna gives the ball away to Eli Hunter. He uh, hustles back the other way for the Broncos. Bounce pass right side of the lane. Hiscock has got the ball as he works here against uh, McLeod. His fallaway jumper in the lane is going to be no good. Ierna grabs the offensive board out to Chamberlain for three. His shot is no good. Apple gets the rebound. Apple the rebound there for Dakota Wesleyan. Ierna goes for the swipe. He can't get to it. Our sideline. Shock has got the ball for the Tigers back in their offensive end. Samuel McLeod has got the ball. Now to Oppel, free throw line extended right side. Oppel's pass deflected there by Chamberlain. Picked up there by Kramer. Now to Colin Oppel again. He takes the ball inside. Bounce pass down low. A shot is up there. It's going to be blocked by Ierna. They got the ball to Shock, and the ball is going to be blocked down by Ryan Ierna. Here comes uh, Hastings back from the offensive end. Chamberlain inside the three uh, three-point line. He gives the ball away. Ierna, top of the key. Ierna gets it to Chamberlain at the free throw line. Shane looking, looking, finally gets it away. Eli Hunter, now to Barton Hiscock, down the left side. is shot off the window, good. Barton Hiscock scores. And now the Tigers want to call a timeout. We've got a timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We've got 8.58 to play here in the first half. It's Hastings 19, Dakota Wesleyan 17. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill of fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Facing challenge with the first ball game today over the Tigers. The Bronco men now with a two-point lead, 19-17 here. We're in the first half. Dakota Wesleyan has got the ball. Here's a Samuel McLeod with it now. McLeod goes over to the far sideline. Hoagland back into the ball game. He's got the ball. That's a shock with it over there on that far side. Now to Hoagland. Bounce pass back to Shock. He takes it to the hole and scores. Jeffrey Shuck scoring there for Dakota Wesley. That's his first field goal of the ball game. Tigers have come back to tie the score now. 19 points apiece. There's Hastings with the ball. Shane Chamberlain has got it. Chamberlain moves it to the elbow, left side of the lane. Chamberlain looking, gets it away. Bart Hiscock has got it. Bart here at the top of the key. Hiscock for three. His shot's up there. It's going to be off the mark. No good. Ball comes down and uh, hits Chamberlain right in the head. Or somebody poked him in the eyeball down there. It goes out of bounds, and it's going to be Hastings' ball. Shane, uh, Shane got to hit in the eyeball there. Chamberlain 
A little groggy. He's going to have to come out of the ball game now as Chamberlain is holding his right eye. He's going to come out of the ball game, coming in there. There's going to be uh, Zach Kitten. So he has somebody poked uh, Shane in the right eyeball there. He's going to have to come out of the ball game. Hastings will play things in. Baseline right side underneath their own basket. Get things in. Here's uh, Hiscock wheeling on the baseline. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good, but a traveling violation. Traveling violation on Hastings. That's going to be the second turnover on Hastings here in the ballgame. And now the Tigers will come back with a chance to grab the lead here. Tied up at 19 points apiece. Men's college basketball in a must-win situation here for the Broncos in the final game of the regular season here. Here's uh, Shunk with the ball. Shunk is going to work against uh, Hiscock. Puts it up there right-handed. His shot circles the rim. No good. Rebound Hiscock. Hiscock gets it away to Heemstra down the far sideline. Mason takes off, drives the ball to the basket. His shot's going to be blocked down out of bounds. Alan Oppel gets the block there for D-Dub. These things will play things in. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. 7.43 to play. Here in this first half, it's tied up at 19 points apiece. Here's a Mason Heemstra. He will inbound the ball. He throws it out here. And he got contact made, and the foul is going to be called. That's going to go on Hoagland. Hoagland leaving his feet, climbing the ladder there to try to grab that ball. Him and Logan Kale mixed her up out here in three-point territory. And the foul is going to be called on Hoagland. Ty picks up his first. That's going to be team foul number five on the Tigers. Non-shooting situation. It's going to be Hastings inbounding the ball. Heemstra. He gets it down in the corner. That's going to be Kale with the ball. Out of Hiscock out here. Hiscock gets it to the free throw line. Leposki back out to Logan. Bombs away for three. You betcha. Logan Kale throws up a three-pointer just to the right of the circle. He had eight of those bad boys the other night and scored 24 points against Doan. That's his first one here today, and now a traveling violation. Traveling violation is going to be called on Hoagland. Now they're going to rule out a foul over there, not a traveling violation. So Hoagland picks up his second personal foul here, and he is not happy. He's going to come out of the ballgame. Ty Hoagland is going to come out now with a couple of personal fouls. Colin Oppold is going to come back in to replace him. So the leading scorer for Dakota Wesleyan is now on the bench, and now we've got another foul down there. A technical foul has been called. A technical foul has been called. On the head coach of uh, Dakota Wesleyan, Matt Wilbur, who was arguing the foul, I think, on Hoagland. And the officials tee him up here in the first half. And Kale goes to the free throw line. His shot's up there. It's going to be no good. Logan Kale misses on the uh, free throw attempt. So Kale will have uh, one more shot here on the technical foul. Shot is up there, and the shot is good. So he has one out of two from the line. Hastings has now got the lead, 23-19. to 19. So uh, Matt Wilbur, who is known for some outbursts throughout his uh, career there at the Dakota Wesleyan, gets hit with a T here in the uh, first half of play. 23-19 to 19 is the score. He sings with a four-point lead. Heemstra in the lane, shot good. <laughs> Heemstra's now got 11 in the ball game, and just like that, he sings is out to a 25-19 to 19 lead with 6.53 to play. Here in the first half, Hastings playing with a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm here in this ballgame. With the season on the line, there's Oppold. His shot's going to be no good. Rebound chased down here by Kitten, who's back into the ballgame. 
Getting down the Heemstra, gets it away to Barton Hiscock inside to Leposki. He bounces off of Oppel, then falls down with the ball and keeps the dribble alive. Leposki takes it into the lane, throws it up there. The shot's going to be no good. The ball brought out of there by Dakota Wesleyan. Samuel McLeod gets the board there for the Tigers. Gives it away to Oppel behind the screen, brings it into the offensive zone. Now drives the ball against Kitten all the way to the baseline, and a foul is going to be called here. That's going to go on the cat. Zach Kitten picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his first. That's going to be uh, team foul number three on Hastings. That's going to be the second personal foul on Zach Kitten. Dakota Wesleyan will play things in. Baseline right side underneath their own basket. Oppel throws it out here in the three-point territory. Larson has got the ball. Now to Kramer. Kramer here on the wing. To Oppel out here in three-point territory. Brings it back to Kramer. Now inside to Shuck. Shuck backs up here against Hiscock. Trying to put him in the air, and he does. And the shot is up there. It's going to be no good. And a foul is going to be called here. It's going to go on Hiscock. So Hiscock picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his first. Here comes Iron into the ball game now for Hastings. Iron it comes in. Zach Kitten will come out. Six minutes and two seconds to play. Here in the first half, Hastings is out on top, 25-19. That's going to be uh, Larson with the ball. Now the Oppel to the free throw line. Down the lane he goes. The shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Hitchcock. Hitchcock now to uh, Heemstra running back the other way. Alley oop, and it's going to be swatted out of bounds. Trying to go to uh, Leposki, who is going to jam it home, no doubt. And that one was just swatted out of the air there by uh, Colin Kramer out of bounds. So these things will play things in here on the near sideline. Five minutes and 47 seconds to play. Here in the first half, 25-19 is the score. The Broncos are out on top here in the ball game. Loposki will inbound the ball. Heemstra has got it. Heemstra drives the ball toward the hole. His shot is up there. It's no given. He's found in the play. And he goes uh, crashing down into the uh, grandstands. Personal foul is going to be called on Mason Larson. That's going to be the third foul on Larson. So now he's got three. Ty Hoagland's got a couple of fouls. We told you that Dakota Wesleyan does not have a very deep bench, so... We're going to see what head coach Matt Wilbur elects to do here. Heemster will go to the free throw line for Hastings. His shot is up there, and the shot is good. Heemster is now four out of four from the free throw line. He's already got 12 points in the ball game. He had 24 when Hastings played this group up in Mitchell and picked up a 73-64 to 64 win at the Corn Palace. Heemster's next shot is up there. It's good. Back to his senior bunch for Hastings. That's playing their final home game today. They've picked up a couple of wins. In fact, they've got three out of uh, four games that we played up there. They picked up wins. There's a shot that's going to be uh, no good by Hoagland. He's back into the ball game, and this one is out of bounds off of Hastings. Yeah, the, the group of seniors have won three out of their four games that we have played uh, in the Corn Palace, which doesn't happen a whole lot. Dakota Westling does not lose a lot of games up there. Here's the inbounds pass. They get it to Oppel, and the shot is up there and in. Dakota Westland don't lose a lot of games at all. They've got seven losses all year long. They're 21 and 7 and ranked number 9 in the country. 27 to 21 is the score here. Hastings with a lead. There's Hiscock in the lane. It's not no good. Tip try is up and in. Ryan Ierna comes out of nowhere and puts it down through the hole. Ierna now with four points in the ballgame 29 21. Hastings out on top. Broncos have an eight-point lead. There's a pass inside. Hoagland out of Oppold. Oppold gets it down in the corner. That's a Hoagland for three. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Shuck with the rebound. 
Shot down in the corner to McLeod. His shot's going to be up there for three. No good. Hiscock with a rebound. There's Heemstra. Now to Woposki down the right side. Line three-pointer. Down through the hole. Brennan Woposki throws up a three, and a timeout's called here by the Tigers as Hastings has got an 11-point lead. Timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 4.35 to play here in the first half. Hastings 32, Dakota Wesleyan 21. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a water bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Hastings hitting 44% of their shots so far in the ball game. 12 out of 27. The Broncos now 2 out of 8 on 3-pointers. Dakota Wesleyan hitting 33% from the field here early. 8 out of 24. Uh, Dakota Wesleyan 3 out of 10 on 3-pointers. Dakota Wesleyan 2 out of 3 on free throws. Hastings 6 out of 8. The Broncos with 19 rebounds. Dakota Wesleyan with 14. And the Broncos have got the lead by 11 points. It is 32-21 over Dakota Wesleyan. The Tigers will inbound the ball. Hastings now applying some pressure back here. This is going to be a Colin Kramer with the ball. Kramer gets it now to Oppold. Brings it into the offensive zone. There's a little shove off there by a Ty Hoagland. as him and uh, Logan Kale got into it. Here's the ball. It's going to be swatted away. Picked up by Ierna. Turnover. On Dakota Wesleyan. There's a Leposki with the ball. Leposki to Hiscock for three. Yep. Lord Hiscock hits a three-pointer. He's got nine points in the ball game. Hastings leading by 14 points. Four minutes to play. Here in the first half, 35-21. Hastings with the lead. Colin Kramer with the ball on the wing. Inside the Oppel. The shot's blocked down. That's Ierna with the block, and it goes out of bounds. Ierna. Trying to chase after him now. I think he's going to be hit with a personal foul. That's going to be the case. I heard he had a block. He went down to uh, chase down the ball on the far side and Emily shoved off over there and picks up the foul. Here comes Bradley Dean into the ball game now. Jeffrey Shuck will check out. 3.52 to play here in the first half. He sings has built a 14-point lead over ninth-ranked Dakota Wesley in 35-21. Down the lane. Hoagland, he leaves that one short. Took it right to the hole. And the... Uh, his little scoop shot fell off of the front of the rim. Leposki with a rebound. There's a Hiscock back inside. He spins, puts a man in the air, goes up for the shot. It's knocked out of his hands. It's picked up here. Hoagland has got the ball. Hoagland back the other way. Left-handed dribble into the offensive zone here. Hoagland behind his screen. Takes it to the top of the key. The ball is lost there. Ierna picks it up. Turnover number five in the ball game. Down for the Tigers. Logan Kale has got the ball. Logan Kale gives it away. Leposki has got it now. Loposki here, bounce pass inside, mishandled by Gasselbaum. Fourth turnover on Hastings. Here comes a Hoagland back with the ball down the far side lane. Dribbles behind his back. Hoagland takes it to the wing on the left side, lobs it in there. Colin Kramer has got the ball. He is hacked on the arm there and a foul on Hastings. A couple of Broncos were there, and the foul is going to go on Logan Kale. That's going to be his first. That's going to be team foul number six on the Broncos. Ierna. 
Iron comes out. Coming back in is going to be Heemstra. Hoagland will inbound the ball. Baseline right side underneath his own hole. Throws it down in the corner. That's Oppold with the ball. One dribble. Sends it out here to Kramer. Now to Hoagland on the wing. Drives into the basket. The shot is up there. In and out. No good. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touch there by Hastings. Gasselbaum had it. Lost it out of bounds. So Ty Hoagland missed a couple of shots here. The past few minutes, Guy's been averaging 22.5 points per ball game. They put a fresh 30 up on the shot clock with 2.47 to play. Inbounds pass is intercepted. Hoagland throws that one right to Hiscock, who gets it to Heemstra. Free throw line jumper up there, no good. Rebound comes down here to Colin Kramer. Kramer will give it away now. Hoagland has got the ball. Hoagland now to Kramer. Kramer here on the near side. That's a palming violation. Violation on Colin Kramer. That's going to be turnover number six in the ball game for the Tigers. 35 to 21 is the score. Hastings is out on top here in the ball game. They'll play things in. Mason Heemster will bring things up. Heemster on the dribble now. Heemster at the top of the key goes to a Shane Chamberlain. Chamberlain on the wing. Logan Kale has got it behind the Bart Hiscock screen. Down in the corner. Gasselbaum for three. Shot is up there. Top of the back iron. No good. Battle for the rebound. Two players hit the deck, and the ball goes out of bounds. It's going to be Hastings' ball. Hiscock went down. Also going down was Bradley Dean for Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers with the last to touch it, so Hastings will play things in. Heemstra gets it to Hiscock. Right side of the basket. Hiscock takes it into the paint. Throws it out here to Heemstra. Shot for three. Good. Bart was covered up in the lane. He kicks it out here to the left side on the wing. And Heemstra throws down a three-pointer. And Hastings is leading by 17 here in the ballgame. 38-21. to 21. Hastings with a good first half for once. There's a shot from the top of the key. A three-pointer is up there. No good by McLeod. Hastings with a rebound. Here comes a KO back the other way. A minute and 40 seconds to play here in in the first half from Lynn Farrell Arena. Hiscock losing the ball. It's going to be picked up down there by uh, Dakota Wesleyan. And now we're going to have a foul called. A foul is going to be called on uh, Gasselbaum going after that uh, loose bomb or loose ball. That's going to be his first. That's going to be team foul number seven on Hastings. And now we're going to have some uh, free throws at the other end. Hastings College women's basketball team. They picked up a win earlier today over Dakota Wesleyan. The score 80 to 52. Hastings will be the number two seed for the GPAC postseason tournament that gets underway on Wednesday. Shot is up there. It's going to be good by Bradley Dean. He is a 50% foul shooter in the season. Hasn't played much. Two out of four for Bradley Dean from the free throw line. He'll have one more shot. It's up there. It's going to be off of the back iron. No good. Rebound. Hiscock. 38-22 to 22 is the score. Hastings out on top here by 16 points in the first half. There's Bart Hiscock with the ball on top of the key. Sends it down on the baseline. That's Heemstra. Now a double dribble violation is called on uh, Mason Heemstra. Didn't see that one. It's going to be a turnover on the Broncos. That's going to be turnover number five in the ball game for Hastings. Dakota Wesleyan back with the ball, trailing by 16. Here's Oppold with it now. Oppold stops out here in three-point territory. Goes over here on the wing to Dean. Dean, top of the key, now to Kramer. They work it back around to the left side. Oppold has got it. Lobs it inside to Hoagland. He's double teamed. He gets it away to Kramer going for the basket. His shot is good, and he's fouling the play. 
Alan Kramer gets the field goal to go down. He's fouling the play here by Gasselbaum. That's going to be his second personal foul. And uh, Kramer will go to the free throw line now for the uh, Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. Kramer is 67% foul shooter on the season. Here comes Ryan Iron back into the ball game. Gasselbaum will come out. 58.7 seconds to play. Coming into the ball game now is going to be Ace Zor. Ace Zor comes into the ball game for Dakota Wesley and a six foot five inch sophomore out of Harrisburg, South Dakota. Shot from the free throw line is going to be up there. It's going to be no good by Kramer. Rebound comes down to Hastings. So the Broncos have a 14 point lead. Under a minute to play here in the first half from Lynn Farrell Arena. There's a Heemstra with the ball. Heemstra gives it away to Hiscock. His shot for three. It's off of the mark. No good. Rebound comes down to uh, Colin Oppold. Oppold has got it here for the Tigers. As they come back the other way now. And their offensive end. They throw it out here between the circles. That's going to be McLeod with the ball. McLeod not an Oppold. He drives the ball against Heemstra. Goes for the basket. His shot no good. Tip try no good. And the rebound is brought down here by Chamberlain. Chamberlain now to Heemstra and the Stop sign comes up. Billy going to play for a final shot here in this uh, first half. We're down to 15 seconds to go. 38-24 to 24 is the score. Hastings has got the lead. We've got uh, Heemster out here against uh, Bradley Dean. Heemster drives the ball down the lane to the basket. He goes. The shot's going to be up there. No good. Dean with a rebound. Three seconds, two seconds. Dean fires up a shot. It's going to be no good. And that is the end of the first half of play. Very good first half for Hastings College. They have got the lead over the ninth-ranked team in the country, Dakota Wesleyan, at the break. Hastings 38, Dakota Wesleyan 24. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born. And then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for healthcare since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. I'm back here at the arena. Hastings probably their most intense half of basketball we have seen for a while, and as a result, Hastings is down on top by 14 points here at the break. The score is 38-24. to 24. 
Hastings with the advantage here. Hastings got onto a two to nothing lead in the ball game. In fact, it was a seesaw battle for a while there at the beginning of the ball game. We were tied up at 17, tied up at 19 points apiece before the Broncos finally went ahead at 22 to 19. And that's the last time the uh, Broncos trailed in the ball game. 17 to 15 was the last time Hastings trailed. We were tied up at 17, tied up at 19. Hastings hitting a three to go out on top, 22 to 19. And that's a lead they didn't give up there in the first half. And Hastings has got a 14 point lead here at the break. The score is 38 to 24. And a uh, do or die situation for Hastings here this afternoon. Either we make the uh, conference tournament with a win or uh, with a loss, Hastings will be on the outside looking in if a Briarcliff beats Doan today up in Sioux City. Mason Heemstra leading the way for the Broncos so far. He's got 16 points in the ballgame. Nine points for Bart Hiscock. Five points for Brennan Leposki. Four for Logan Kale. And four for Ryan Ierna. For Dakota Wesleyan so far in the ballgame. You've got six points from Mason Larson. You've got five points from Ty Hoagland. You've got four from Colin Oppold. Then three points apiece from Samuel McLeod. And Jeffrey Shuck, two points from Colin Kramer, and one point for Bradley Dean. Get you the shooting numbers brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Hastings in the first half hit 42% from the floor. The Broncos were 14 out of 33. Dakota Wesleyan was 9 out of 30 for 30%. Hastings, 4 out of 12 on three-pointers. That is 33%. Dakota Wesleyan was 3 out of 11 for 27%. From the free-throw line today, Hastings, 6 out of 8 here in the first half, 75%. Dakota Wesleyan, 3 out of 6 for 50%. The rebounds, the Broncos have 25 rebounds. Dakota Wesleyan has got 19. Hastings has got 7 offensive rebounds, 18 on defense. Dakota Wesleyan has got six offensive rebounds and 13 on defense. Hastings has turned the ball over only six times here in the basketball game so far. Meanwhile, Dakota Wesleyan, they have got eight turnovers. Hastings has got two block shots and four steals. Dakota Wesleyan has got three block shots and four steals. The leading rebounder for Hastings here in the first half is Bart Hiscock. He has got eight rebounds already. And the leading rebounder for Dakota Wesleyan is Colin Kramer. He has got five. Again, our score at halftime, 38-24. to 24. Hastings College with a lead here this afternoon. Hastings College women's basketball team, they won earlier today by a score of 80-52. to 52. Hastings picking up a win over Dakota Wesleyan. The Broncos getting 15 points in the ball game today from Emma Grenfeld, 13 points for Chandra Farmer, and 13 points for... Sophia Pankratz leading the way for D-Dub today was uh, Sarah Carr as she scores 18 in the game. Dakota Wesleyan now 21-9 on the season. Actually, 20-10 will be their record. 20-10 officially. 13-9 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings 28-2. The Broncos 20-2 in the conference. And Hastings will be the number two seed for the postseason tournament that gets underway on Wednesday. High school basketball earlier today. Platteview beats the Hastings High girls 38-30 in the district championship in Platteview. 
So the uh, Tigers' season will come to an end one game short of the girls' state tournament down in Lincoln. 38-24 to 24 is our score here. Hastings with a lead over Dakota Wesleyan. We'll take a timeout. Mike Spataro will join us on the other side. He's got Hastings College Spotlight. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Mike Spataro here for 1230 KHAS, and I am joined by Dave Rippey, the director of the Scott Scholars Program at Hastings College, and Chris Shukai, the dean of admissions over at Hastings College. Thank you both for coming in today. Thanks for having us, Mike. So that is what we're talking about, actually, the Scott Scholars uh, Program. Uh, First of all, tell me a little bit about that one. Yeah, Dave, you want to take this one? Yeah, happy to. Well, first of all, it's it's just amazing to be back in Hastings. We've had a, a tremendous opportunity to come back here and work with Hastings College on, on building truly a unique program for our state. And so at its core, the Scott Scholarship Program is a partnership between Hastings College and the Susanna Walter Scott Foundation to help develop um, workforce and career-ready professionals for Nebraska. And so what's truly exciting about this particular program uh, is that it's a full tuition, full room and board, and even experiential travel-type experiences um, funded through the partnership, and so really a unique opportunity for, for prospective students. So obviously this is for high school kids going into college. Correct. And uh, what type of high school kids are we looking for here? The current parameters are generally an ACT score of 26 and above, uh, a GPA of 3.75 and above, but we're flexible on that a little bit as well. But we're looking for strong students who have great grit, as we sometimes say over there, and that have a real possibility to be amazingly strong both in the classroom, but also with some great leadership abilities as well. Yeah, Chris hit it on the head. Mike, at the beginning and the end of the day, we're, we're looking for difference makers, and we're looking for those real high-talent students that are, are going to come in and, and have an opportunity for a very unique education at a great institution, and then on the other side of graduation, will be leaders for our state. And how do people apply if a kid or a kid's parents hear this or a kid's grandparents hear this as well? And they say, that sounds like my kid or that sounds like me. How do they go about applying? Right. So if they have not already applied to Hastings College, they should do that. And all of that can be done at Hastings.edu. And if you want the shortcut, it's slash apply. And that application is free. It takes about 10 minutes. Then we will ask for transcripts and standardized test scores. And then they will be invited to participate in Scholars Day, which is Sunday, February 16th. And then there's another application that they will fill out online for that as well. But the first thing, even again, if they're not in the parameters of that, they should still, if they are a high school student looking for a great higher education opportunity, apply to Hastings College at Hastings.edu. And then you mentioned Bronco Scholars Day. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, this has been going on actually for about 20 or 25 years where we have invited our top academic prospects to come to campus. They work with our faculty. It's kind of an interview process that goes through that uh, with our faculty. And then we've got some great team building and ice breaking activities as well through the day. So these kids are meeting the other students that they'll be going to Hastings College with next fall. And through that whole day then, we're also giving 
giving out great scholarships. So we've we've had Scott Scholars for several years, and those had primarily been two full tuition opportunities. Um, again, now we've been able to grow those to have the room and board, the fees included with those. So that's uh, why this year is even extra exciting because of the opportunities. But the Scholars Day has been going on for a long time, been one of the premier days at Hastings College that we have. And we have kids come from all over the nation, obviously, to be part of this. And then when is the deadline to apply for Scott Scholars? February 3rd is when they need to let us know that they are interested. And so if they have not already applied to Hastings College, they definitely want to do that by middle of January because it takes a little bit of time to get the standardized test scores and the transcripts in. But uh, once they're accepted in, then they need to let us know by February 3rd that they want to attend on that day. And then how many people will you be accepting for the program? Well, there are up to seven Scott Scholars, and then we will have additional scholarship opportunities as well. Um, You know, it's varied year by year, but generally on a Scholars Day event, we have between 60 and 80 students who attend that day. Yes, and then um, anything else you guys want to mention about the program that I might not have gotten to before we wrap things up here? I just think, you know, really just letting the folks out, your listeners know, Mike, what a tremendous opportunity in education at Hastings College is, first of all. Uh, It's an opportunity to come and be a part of a community, but also to have direct exposure into what those those work experiences are going to be beyond college in in a way that you just won't find anywhere else. And so, uh, first and foremost, a Hastings College opportunity in education is is really something that we'd love to see a lot of kids apply for and come and, and see if it's a great fit for them. Second of all, the the Scott Scholar program is truly unique in our state, in our region, and and so we're really excited to go out and find some difference makers. And And as we look and as students are looking at other schools, the chance to work with somebody like Dave and his background and have that one-on-one opportunity with them is something that other schools just don't have. And we've got an entire campus full of those people as well. So again, those opportunities really separate Hastings College from so many other institutions. And then we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that the other new things about Hastings College, Hastings College 2.0, is another thing that separates Hastings College from almost every university or college exactly in the country. that block schedule books included in tuition iPads and Apple pencils with that and of course the great travel opportunities included in tuition that are all part of that Hastings College experience now so if people want to apply for Scott Scholars or just get more information about Hastings College, where can they go again? Well, you can call us at 402-461-7315. That'll get you into the admissions office, and we'll be happy to chat with them. And, of course, Hastings.edu is chock full of information. Almost anything you want to find there, it's right there at Hastings.edu. All right. Sounds good. That is Dave Rippey, the director of Scott Scholars Program over at Hastings College, and Chris Shukai, the dean of admissions at Hastings College. Thank you both for coming in today. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a longstanding service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced. 
through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at Lynn Farrell Arena, the Hastings College men, they've got the lead over Dakota Wesleyan, 38-24. to Another game going on today at halftime. Morningside has got the advantage over Northwestern. The score is 43-30 to in men's college basketball. It's a halftime score. Play is back in. Dakota Wesleyan will shoot to our basket to our left here in the second half. Hastings out on top by 14 points to begin this second half. Oppold has got the ball left side of the lane. Oppold backs up, throws it on top of the key. A shot by Larson is up there. No good. Rebound Leposki. Leposki has got it down for Hastings as the Broncos try to extend their lead. Heemstra has got it. Now to Leposki on the wing. Leposki drives it to the hole. A shot no good, but he's found in the play. Strong move to the basket there by uh, Brendan Leposki, and a foul is going to be called on Colin Oppold. That's going to be his first personal foul. Going to the free throw line will be Leposki for Hastings. Loboski's got five points in the ball game on a three and a two. This will be his uh, first free throw of the day. His shot is up there, and the shot is good. Loboski is 68% foul shooter in the season. Hastings hit six out of eight from the free throw line in the first half of play. Broncos now have a 15-point lead. Next shot is up there. It's going to be off of the back iron. No good. Rebound comes down to Oppel. Colin Oppel will bring things up now for the Tigers. Bounce it across the 10-second line. Goes over to Kramer, nearly loses the ball. Now he does. He saves it, though. Gets it in the hands to McLeod on the far side. McLeod trying to take the ball inside as he gives it to a Hoagland. Hoagland now to Oppold, down the wing on the left side, top of the key. There's a three-pointer thrown up there. Good. Mason Larson throws up a three. He's got nine points in the ball game, 39-27. Hastings now leading by 12 points here in the ball game. Logan Kale to Hiscock. Underneath the basket to Kale. His shot is up and in. Mark Hiscock gets the assist. Kale has now got to six points in the ball game. He sings again, leading by 14 points. 41-27. Top of the key. This is going to be McLeod with the ball. McLeod now to Oppold. Brings it back there to Larson. He takes it inside the free throw circle. Throws it on the wing. McLeod for three. Shot good. Samuel McLeod hits his second three-pointer in the ball game. 41-30. He sings with an 11-point lead. Broncos have the ball. Here's Leposki. Leposki comes over here to Hiscock on the wing. Martin Hiscock dribbling with the ball. Hiscock out here in three-point territory. Gives it away to Mason Heemstra. Splits a couple of defenders. Throws up a 10-footer and scores it. Heemstra now with 18 in the ball game. He had 24 against these guys the first time around. 43-30 to 30 is the score. Broncos now with a 13-point lead. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball. Hoagland has got it. Hoagland picked up there by Heemstra. He drives the ball to the basket, puts it up there left-handed. It rolls off the right side. No good. Rebound comes down to Kitten. Zach Kitten gets it to Heemstra into the forecourt. Now to Kale. Out here on the wing. Bart Hiscock has got it. His pass is going to be intercepted. Chipped and intercepted. Picked up here by Hoagland of Dakota Wesley. That's the seventh turnover on Heemstra here in the ballgame. Here's Oppold with the ball. Oppold takes it down the left side of the lane. The Larson is shot is up there and in. Mason Larson scores. Larson now with 11 points in the ball game. It's an 11-point Hastings lead now. 
43-32. We're in the second half with 17-20 to play in the game. Heemstra for three around the rim falls off. No good. Rebound Colin Kramer. Kramer takes it on the far sideline. Oppel has got the ball. Left-handed dribble for Oppel as he gives it away to Colin Kramer right here at the top of the key. Kramer gets it to McLeod. Now to Kramer to McLeod. Bounce pass left side of the lane. They work over there against the Heemstra. That's going to be Hoagland. His side is up there. No good. Tip try. No good. Another offensive rebound. Tigers come back with the ball. Hoagland has got it here. Back outside. Larson for three. Shot no good. This time Hastings grabs the rebound. Leposki with the board. Now to Kale into the forecourt. Kale comes back out here to uh, Leposki. Leposki looking behind the screen. Leposki on the wing. Bounce pass goes inside to the cat. Zach Kitten backs up. Bounces off the defender. He's double teamed. The ball's knocked loose and it's picked up here. Turnover on Hastings. They get it to Larson. He runs over a man to the hole and a foul is going to be called there. They go on Hastings. Logan Kale is going to pick up the foul. Logan Kale picks up the foul for Hastings. That's going to be his second. Team foul number one on the Broncos here in the second half. Going to the free throw line will be Mason Larson. Larson is 65% foul shooter in the season. 21 out of 32. He is one for one so far today. His shot is up there, and the shot is no good. They'll get one more. Dakota Westland was three out of six from the free throw line in the first half of play. Broncos still have an 11-point lead, 43-32. Next shot is up there. It's going to be in and out and falls out for the front iron. No good. He misses a pair. Rebound comes down to Hiscock. Barn Hiscock gets it away. Logan Kale hands it away. That's a Heemstra with the ball. Now to Hiscock, the Kale. Logan gives it away to Brendan Leposki on the wing. Takes a three-pointer. Shot good. A three-pointer. Brendan Leposki throws it up there. Leposki now with nine points in the ball game. Hastings now back up to a 14-point lead. 46-32 to 32 in a must-win situation for the Broncos here today. There's Larson with the ball. He drives it into the basket. He's going to be fouled in the play. Foul here is going to go on Hiscock. That's going to be his second. Two fouls on Barton Hiscock going to the free-throw line. For uh, Dakota Wesleyan is going to be Mason Larson. Larson has got 11 points in the ball game so far. Larson will eye the bucket. Shot is up there, and the shot is good. He'll get one more. He's now two out of four from the free throw line today. 12 points in the ball game for Mason Larson. He averages seven points per contest. 46 to 33. Hastings with the lead. Next shot is up there. That one is good. 46-34, the Broncos out on top. Hastings coming back with the ball. Heemstra, top of the key now. Hiscock has got it. Hiscock to Logan Kale. Logan Kale looking, looking. Finally gets it away to Zach Kitten at the elbow. They get it inside. That's going to be Hiscock with the ball. He takes it into the paint, tries to put a man in the air. Hiscock goes up for the shot. It's going to be no good. He's been mauled in there. No foul called. And now we got the ball out of bounds. It's going to be Dakota Wesleyan ball. Hiscock is going to come out. Here comes uh, Ryan Iron back into the ballgame. Yeah, Bart's uh, receiving a lot of attention in there for uh, Dakota Wesley, and he's doing at least a double every time he gets the ball. It's been tough to get any uh, points down through the hole for the big guy. He's got nine points in the basketball game so far. He thinks he's got a 12-point lead. 46-34 to 34 is the score. Here's Dakota Wesleyan with the ball open for the shot. Here's going to be Kramer, a three-pointer. No good. The ball tapped out. Hoagland has got it. Hoagland here at the top of the key. Throws it on the wing to McLeod. He's shot for three. Good again. Samuel McLeod, a 39% three-point shooter on the year, has knocked down three of them so far today. 
46-37. Hastings now with a nine-point lead. Here's Heemstra, drives it into the lane. He's going to be uh, called for the traveling violation. Heemstra drives it in there, and he was uh, tied up, and a traveling violation is called there on the freshman. So a turnover on Hastings. Nine turnovers on the Broncos, and now Dakota Wesley with a chance to slice into the lead right here. 46-37 to 37 is the score. Hastings out on top here in the ballgame by nine. Hoagland with the ball on the wing. Hoagland, 200 pass, goes down on the corner to Oppold. Colin Oppold, he's going to work here against Ierna. Oppold just powers his way toward the goal. Spins, puts up a shot. It's going to be no good. The ball tapped out. It's picked up here by Hastings. Logan Cahill brings it back two on two for the Broncos and hold things up. Cahill has got the ball out here in three-point territory. Down to Loposki. Loposki drives it. Big collision. And an offensive foul is going to be called here on Loposki. Brandon Loposki picks up the foul. That's going to be his first. And now Billy wants to call a timeout. Timeout Hastings with 14-21 to play here in the game. Timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 14-21 to play in the game. Hastings 46, Dakota Wesleyan 37. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. I have time to score. Men's play. Jamestown leading Concordia up in Jamestown today. 48-35. to That game has just gone to half. Hastings College still maintaining a lead here in a uh, must-win situation for the Broncos. The score is sitting at 46-37. to As long as we have the lead here, it doesn't make any difference what Briar Cliff is doing at home today against Doan University. A Hastings win. And they are in. The Hastings loss here. And uh, Doan must defeat uh, Briar Cliff. We won't worry about that ball game until if and when Hastings falls behind here in this one. Hastings with a nine-point lead here, 46-37. to Dakota Wesleyan with a the ball. They will lob it inside. Now back out on top. That's going to be McLeod with the ball. McLeod now to Larson. He drives it right to the basket and scores. Mason Larson scores there for D-Dub. He's got 15 points in the ball game. 46 the 39 is the score now. 13.50 to play in the ball game. Here's Kitten with the ball. Kitten in the lane. Kicks it out here to Loposki for three. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Chamberlain with a tip. It's going to be grabbed here by Kramer. Hastings got to hit some outside shots. They're packing it in against the uh, Bronco inside big people in there. Hastings got to hit some shots to stay in this thing. There's a Larson. His shot from the outside is going to be up there. No good. Broncos grab the rebound. Chamberlain has got it. Shane sprints are back the other way across the 10-second line. Chamberlain now to Heemstra. Mason with the ball here at the top of the key. Heemstra drives it, spins at the free throw line. Heemstra gives it away. Loposki has got the ball on the wing behind the screen from Kitten. Has it knocked loose, but it's right in the hands of Heemstra for three. Shot good. Mason Heemstra throws up a three. He's got 21 in the ball game. That gives the Broncos a 10-point advantage. 49-39. Here comes uh, Dakota Wesley and back with the ball. Kramer throws it out of bounds. It was tipped out of bounds there by Heemstra. 
Ty Hoagland will inbound the ball here on the near sideline for Dakota Wesleyan. We understand during the recruiting process, Dakota Wesleyan was really interested in uh, Mason Heemstra. Mason made a couple of visits, we understand, to uh, Mitchell before deciding on playing with the Broncos. We're glad he's here. There's a shot taken up there. It's going to be no good by Hoagland. He's going to be fouled in the play. Heemstra picks up the foul. That's going to be the first foul on Mason Heemstra. Now two shots coming up here for Ty Hoagland. So one of the best uh, scorers in the league. He scored 13 on us in the first game back in January. And so far today, he hits the free throw here. He's got six points in this one. And Mason Heemstra is uh, matched up with him. He's been guarding him for the both games so far. Mason's done a great job on Ty Hoagland. Here comes the next shot. It's going to be good. So he bangs home a couple of free throws. He's now got seven points in the ball game, and the Tigers are back to within eight points now. 49-41 to 41 is the score. He sings with the ball. Gasselbaum to Heemstra on the wing. Heemstra dribbling with the ball. Heemstra has got it down there. Bounce pass goes inside to Bart Hiscock. Bart tries to power his way to the goal. It's going to be slapped out of his hands and picked up here by Larson. Turnover number 10 in the ball game now for Hastings. Here come the Tigers back with the ball, trailing by eight points. 12-20 to play. Here's a Hoagland with the ball. Hoagland gets it to Oppold. Oppold on the far sideline. Oppold takes the ball into the paint. Tries to put a man in the air. Nice dish there, and the shot is up and in. Colin Kramer scores. Kramer now with four points in the ball game. Here come the Tigers. 49-43 to is the score. He sings with a six-point lead. Broncos led by double digits at the end of the first half. Here's Hiscock to the basket. His shot is up there. No good. A lot of contact made down there, and the foul is going to be called on Dakota Wesleyan. Samuel McLeod picks up the foul. That's going to be his first. Going to the free throw line for Hastings is going to be Bart Hiscock. So Hiscock will go to the free throw line. Bart Hiscock has got nine points in the ball game. He has not shot a free throw tonight. He's a 68% foul shooter on the season. He's had 110 out of 160 free throws this year for Hastings. As Bart will go to the free throw line here. The shot is up there, and the shot is good. Hastings is a team hitting 68% of their free throw tosses. Chamberlain is out. Iron is out. Here comes Gasselbaum back into the ballgame now for Hastings. Logan Cale is going to come back in there. 50-43 to 43 is the score. Hastings now leading by seven. Next shot is up there. It's going to be good by Barn Hiscock. 51 to 43 is the score. Hastings trying to hang on here. Here comes Oppold into the offensive zone. Oppold moves it to the top of the key. The Larson. Larson gets it over there to Kramer. Now back inside. That's going to be Hoagland. It shines up and in. Ty Hoagland scoring there. Hoagland scores out for the window. He's got nine points. 51 to 45 is the score now. Hastings out on top. Broncos down the ball. Hiscock drives it right to the basket. It's not going to be blocked down there. Blocked down by Kramer, and the ball is going to be recovered by Hoagland. Now D-Dub has got the ball, trailing by six points here. 51-45, to 45. Hoagland gets away, drives into the basket, his shot good, and he's fouling the play. Basket's going to be good. Hoagland gets the uh, field goal to go down. He's now got 11 points in the ball game. Logan Kale commits the personal foul. And now it's going to be a Ty Hoagland going to the free throw line. The Tigers are down by four points. There's a shot. It's going to be up there. It's going to be good. A three-point play there. And it's now 51-48. to 48. 
Dakota Wesleyan back to within three points with 11 minutes and some change left here in the ballgame. Hastings led at halftime by 14. Hastings in a must-win situation here today. There's a Gasselbaum with the ball. Gasselbaum has got it. Now to Logan Kale. Bombs it inside. Hiscock has got it. Martin Hiscock squares around, looks at the basket, now tries to take it to the goal. He has double teamed, goes up for the shot, and a jump ball is going to be called. Arrow pointing in favor of uh, Hastings, so the Broncos will play things in. Here comes Kitten back into the ballgame now for Hastings. Zach Kitten is going to come into the ballgame. Gasselbaum is going to come out. Hastings trying to get some more beef in there. Trying to get Bart Hiscock has sprung loose in there. 51 to 48 is the score. Hastings with a uh, three-point lead. Heemster will inbound the ball. Heemster looking. Heemster looking. He throws it out here to Loposki. Now between the circles. Three seconds, two seconds on the shot clock. Loposki a long three. It's no good. Rebound comes down to Kitten. Kitten out of Hiscock to Loposki. Now to KO for three. Shot is up there. That one is going to be no good. Ball being battled for. Now Heemster from the free throw line. His shot is no good. Again, a battle for the rebound underneath the basket. It's going to be brought down here by D-Dub. McLeod gets the rebound. Now the Tigers can tie things up with a three-point field goal on this trip down the floor. Hoagland has got it. Hoagland drives the ball all the way to the basket. It's shot good. Hoagland just takes off and found the seam in the Bronco defense and drops it down through the hole. 51-50 to 50 is the score. 10 minutes and 12 seconds to play, and the Broncos want to call a timeout. Dakota Wesleyan has rallied from a 14-point halftime deficit. They now trail Hastings by a point. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 51, Dakota Wesleyan 50. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, Dakota Wesley is back to within one point here in the second half with 10 minutes and 10 seconds to play. Hastings had as much as a 17-point lead at the end of the first half. At one point, they led 38-21. to 21. Hastings led by 14 points at halftime, 38-24. to 24. And right now, it's a 51-50 to 50 ball game. 51 to 50 is the score. As the Tigers have come back here in the second half. Ty Hoagland all of a sudden has got 14 points in the ball game here for the uh, Tigers. He seems to inbound the ball here on the near sideline. 51 to 50 is the score. Both teams hitting right around the 40% from the field here in this ball game. Here's Loposki, double-teamed the ball, poked away, and a foul is going to be called here. Hoagland had the ball, and he was getting ready to sprint toward the other end. Colin Kramer picks up the personal foul for the Tigers. That's going to be his first. So it's going to be a non-shooting situation. It's going to be Hastings inbounding the ball, baseline right side. Heemster tries to play it in, and it's swatted back out of bounds. 
9.59 to play. It's going to be Hastings inbounding the ball again. Baseline right side, underneath their own basket. Hiscock will get things in to a kitten out of Leposki. Leposki brings it back to Logan Kale. Lobs it inside. Kitten has got the ball. Zach Kitten throws it back out here to Heemster and out of Kale. To Leposki for three. Shot up there. He buries it. Big field goal there by Leposki. It's a three-pointer. 54-50 is the score. Hastings down with a four-point lead. Here comes D-Dub with the ball. Samuel McLeod has got it. McLeod bounce pass inside to get it to a Larson. Larson works against Kale. Puts up a little shot. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Hiscock. Bart Hiscock with the ball. Down the left sideline now. Logan Kale has got it. Logan out here to uh, Heemstra. Mason sends it over to Leposki. Free throw line extended right side. There's Kitten inside the free throw circle. Kitten trying to drive it. Can't do it. Gives it away. Mason Heemstra on the far sideline on the dribble. Leposki top of the key. Leposki throws it up. Three-pointer is going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Hiscock. Bart out to Heemstra. Puts the man in the air to the free throw line. Jumper good. Heemstra fakes the three. Took it to the free throw line and cans the jumper. He's got 23 points in the ball game. He sings down with a six-point lead. 56 to 58 minutes and 40 seconds to play. There's a long pass inside. It's going to be grabbed there. Mishandled by Kramer. The foul is going to be called on Heemstra. Heemstra tips the ball away from Kramer. He thought he had a steal. He picks up the personal foul instead. The second foul on Mason Heemstra. It's going to be team foul number six in the ball game for the Broncos. It's going to be Dakota Wesley inbounding the ball. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. They just lob it out here to Hoagland out in three-point territory. Hoagland out at Kramer for three. Shot rattles out. No good. Rebound comes down to Kitten. Getting out of Mason Heemstra. He trots it back the other way. Eight and a half minutes to play in the game. He sings with a six-point lead. 56 to 50 is the score. Here's Kale with the ball. Now to Heemstra at top of the circle. Drives it toward the goal. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good, but he's fouling the play. Mason Heemstra takes another shot again underneath the uh, basket there. Foul is going to go on uh, Larson. That's going to be his fourth personal foul. That's going to send Heemstra to the free throw line. Mason Heemstra is five out of five from the line here this afternoon. 75% on the season for Heemstra. 23 points in the ball game for Mason here in this ball game. His shot is up there, and the shot is good. So Mason has now got 24. That ties... His uh, career high at Hastings College. He put up 24 points against this team back in January up at the Corn Palace. Mason Heemstra with another great performance here today. Next shot is up there. That one falls off of the iron. It is no good. So after six made free throws, he finally misses one. Hastings out to a 57-50 lead now. Hastings has scored the last six points here in the ballgame. Here comes Dakota Wesley and back with the balls. We're going to be under eight minutes to play here. Top of the key, this is uh, Colin Kramer with the ball. They get it inside to Oppold. Oppold works against Loposki. Back out on top, wide open. Three-pointers up there. It's going to be no good. Shot missed there by a shock. He's back into the ball game. Here comes Heemstra back the other way to Bart Hiscock. His shot is up there. No good. Rebound. It's going to be brought down here by Hoagland of Dakota Wesleyan. Hoagland will bring the ball up now. Heemstra will be right on his face defensively. Hoagland brings it into the offensive zone, and a timeout's going to be called. Timeout's going to be called here by the Tigers. Seven minutes and 34 seconds to play. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd. 
We'll take a break. 7.34 to play. He sings 57. To go to Wesley in 50. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Fifty-seven to fifty is the score. Hastings College has uh, got the lead here in this one. That's a Dean with a ball. Dean gets it now to a Kramer at the top of the key. Over here on the wing as they take the ball into the lane. There's a shot up there. It's gonna be no good by Apple. The rebound comes down to Hastings. Bart Hiscock has got the ball for the Broncos. Hastings with a seven-point lead in this ball game. Fifty-seven to fifty is the score. We're down to seven minutes to play. In a must-win situation here for the Broncos. They get it inside to Hiscock, and he is going to be fouled on the play. The personal foul is going to be uh, whistled on Kramer. That's going to be his second. Hastings will play things in. Baseline right side under the thrown basket. There's Logan Kale. He's going to get it in now to a Heemstra. His shot is up there. It's good. Mason Heemstra scores in the paint. He's got a new career high, 26 points in the ballgame. Hastings now leading by a score of 59-50. to 50. The Broncos have scored the last eight points here in the ballgame. Here's a Hoagland with the ball, 15-footer. Good. Ty Hoagland scores there for D-Dub. He's now got 16 points in the ballgame. 59-52. to 52. Hastings now with a seven-point lead, six and a half minutes to play here in this basketball game. Here's uh, Barton Hiscock with the ball. Hiscock comes over here to uh, Logan Kale. Now to the free throw line. Kitten, his shot is up there. It falls off of the right side. No good. Tip try, no good. Ball tapped out here. Hiscock grabs the ball to Logan Kale for three. Shot good. Hastings now with a 10-point lead. 62-52. to 52. Six minutes to play in the ball game. Here's Hoagland with the ball now for Dakota Wesleyan. Hoagland, long three, shot up there, in and out, no good. Rebound comes down to Hiscock. Hiscock gives it away to Mason Heemstra. Mason will bring things up, crosses the 10-second line. Goes over to Logan Kale, lobs the ball inside. Hiscock, double team, nice pass to Kitten, and he puts it down through the hole. Zach Kitten scores, timeout, Dakota Wesleyan. Five minutes and 42 seconds to play in the game. We'll take a break. The score, Hastings 64, Dakota Wesleyan 52. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Our Briar Cliff has beaten Doan today, 74 to 65. So Briar Cliff is uh, taking care of business. 
The Chargers can get into the uh, GPAC postseason tournament with a Hastings loss here today. Briarcliff holds the tiebreaker over Hastings, and we will be tied for the eighth and final spot. But the Broncos with a win today can put all that aside, and Hastings would get the uh, number eight spot. And right now, Hastings has got a 64-52 to 52 lead over the uh, Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. So that's a Briarcliff game just uh, completed up there in the Sioux City. And Hastings has now got a uh, 12-point lead, 64-52, to 52 after the uh, Tigers cut the lead to 1 at 51-50. to 50. Hastings on a little run here at the end of this uh, second half. Hoagland has got the ball. Hoagland works against Loposki now. Hoagland trying to dribble it to the free-throw line, throws up a little runner. Shot's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Hiscock. Approaching five minutes to go here in the ball game. Heemstra has got the ball. Heemstra goes over to Logan Kale, not a Loposki. There's a Heemstra on the wing, working against the man-to-man to get it to Hiscock. He goes for the hole, and he's going to be fouled in the play. They got Bart Hiscock the ball down the right side of the lane, and he's going to be conked on the arm there by uh, Colin Kramer. Third foul now on Kramer. That's going to be team foul number six on the Tigers. So Heemstra's right now on a 13-2 run over Dakota Wesleyan here. After the Tigers cut the lead to only one point, shot is up there, good. Hiscock now with 12 points in the ball game. He is three out of three from the free throw line. Hastings out on top now by 13. Broncos led at halftime by 14. Shot is up there, and the shot is going to be no good by Hiscock. So it's 65 to 52. Hastings with a lead. Here comes uh, D-Dub back with the ball. A shot on the baseline. It's going to be no good. Rebound, follow shot up there in Mason Larson. Larson missed the first one. He got his own rebound back, and he put it down through the hole. He's got 17 points in the ball game, 65-54. to 54. Hastings leading by 11 points here with 4 minutes and 35 seconds to go. There's a Logan Kale with the ball, not a Loposki. Loposki goes over in the far sideline. That's going to be Mason Heemstra dribbling the ball. Heemstra spins left side of the lane, tries to put him in the man in the air. Can't do it. Back out to Bart for three. Shot up there, no good. Rebound, Kitten goes back up. Shot, no good, and he's fouling the play. Foul here is going to go on to Samuel McLeod. That's going to be his second. So Kitten goes in the free throw line. And Brian Cliff has beaten Doan today, 74-65. Chargers can make the postseason tournament with a Hastings loss today. Zach Kitten goes to the free throw line. He's got two points in the ball game. Kitten's free throw is up there. Shot is no good. Kitten, a 58% foul shooter on the season. Hastings as a team now in this ball game, 11 out of 17 from the free throw line. Broncos are hitting 44% from the field, and they have knocked down eight three-pointers in the game, 38% from beyond the arc. Next shot is up there. It's going to be no good by Kitten, and the rebound comes down here into the Tigers. 65-54. He stings with an 11-point lead over the ninth-ranked team of the nation, Dakota Wesleyan. There's a shot from the free-throw line. Good. Mason Larson has been uh, dead on today for the Tigers. He's got 19 points in the ballgame. 65 to 56 is the score. Loposki lobs it inside. Kitten grabs the ball. Kitten right side of the basket throws it back out here to Loposki. Back inside to Kitten. Zach tries to take it into the paint. Kicks it out here to Logan for three. Shot is up there off of the right side. No good. Rebound comes down here. 
to uh, Jeffrey Shock, who's back into the ball game. Here come the Tigers. Still a lot of time. Three minutes and 39 seconds to play here in the second half. Hastings with a nine-point lead, 65 to 56. There's Hoagland with the ball, top of the key. Hoagland drives it against Heemstra to the goal. A shot no good. Gets his own ball back, goes back up, misses again. Tip trying no good. Battle for the rebound, and Heemstra grabs the ball for Hastings, and he's fouling the play. That foul is going to go on uh, Colin Kramer. Kramer picks up the foul. That's going to be his fourth. That's going to send uh, Heemstra to the free throw line. Kramer is going to come out of the ball game now. Here comes McLeod back in there. Three minutes and 18 seconds to play in this game. Hastings leading by nine points, 65-56. Mason Heemstra to the line. His shot is up there. Good. He is now 7 out of 8 from the free throw line. Mason Heemster, a brand-new career high, 27 points in the ballgame here for the Broncos. Mason will have uh, one more shot as he dribbles the ball here at the line. His shot is up there. That one rattles out no good. He misses that one, so it's a 66-56 to ball game. Here's Larson. He's going to drive it down the lane. He stops, throws up a little five-footer. His shot no good. The ball tapped out, and the foul is going to be called. Jeffrey Schuck tips the ball out, but he also picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his second. That's going to be team foul number nine on the Tigers, so we're going to shoot free throws at the other end. That's going to be Bart Hiscock going to the free throw line this time. He is three out of four from the line. This will be a one-and-one situation. Bart, 68% from the foul line. His shot is up there, and the shot is good. He'll get one more. With a win here, Hastings would be the number eight seed for the GPAC postseason tournament that begins Wednesday, and we'll get a trip to the conference champs in uh, Morningside. Next shot is up there by Bart Hiscock. It's going to be good, 68-56. to 56. There's the score. Hastings with a lead. Larson has got the ball. Larson lobs it inside to a shot. He runs over. A man throws up a shot. Now we're going to have a, a foul called. That's going to go on Logan Kale. He... Uh, was down on the seat of his pants, and he picks up a personal foul. So Kale picks up his uh, fourth foul. And now, uh, let's see, it's going to be Dakota Wesley inbounding the ball from underneath their own basket here. Baseline right side, and now we're going to have a timeout here. He sings wants to burn a timeout. Timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 2.58 to play in the game. Hastings 68, Dakota Wesleyan 56. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Again, Brian Cliff has uh, beaten Doan today, 74-66. to The final score up in uh, Sioux City. So the Broncos needing a win here to secure that number eight spot in the uh, GPAC postseason tournament. The women are already in. The uh, Hastings College women will be the number two seed for the conference tournament. Hastings picking up a win earlier over... 
Dakota Wesleyan, 80-52. Hastings will have a home game on the Wednesday as they will play uh, Jamestown. The official pairings will be out here in the next couple of hours from the Sioux City offices, the GPAC offices. 68-56 is the score. Hastings with a lead here. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball on the attack. They get it inside to Shockey. Puts it up there left-handed. He scores. That's uh, five points in the ball game now for uh, Jeffrey Shock, and it's now a ten-point ball game, 68 to 58, 240 to play here in the ball game. He sings with a ten-point lead. The Broncos led by 14 at halftime. Here's a Kale with the ball. Kale comes over here to uh, Heemstra. Mason with the ball. He's at 27 points here in the ball game. Now to Bart Hiscock. Bart here's a pass underneath the hole there to Leposki. Brings it back to Kale. Now to Leposki. Four seconds on the shot clock. Here's a Heemstra, fakes the three, now fires up the shot. It's going to be no good. And now we got a shot clock violation. That one did not draw iron. So a uh, shot clock violation on the Broncos, and Dakota Wesleyan will come back the other way. Here come the Tigers back with the ball. Here's Larson. Larson is going to work against uh, Zach Kitten. Larson stops at the elbow, throws up a shot. It's going to be no good. Offensive rebound, follow shot, no good by Shuck, and he's going to be following the play. Hiscock picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his third. 68 to 58. Hastings still with a 10-point lead. Two minutes to go here in uh, regulation. Hastings holding on to the lead. Going to the free throw line here is going to be uh, Jeffrey Shuck. His shot is up there. It's going to be good. Shuck is now two out of three from the free throw line today. He'll have one more. He's got six points in the ball game. He's a 66% foul shooter on the season. 68-59. 68-59. Next shot is up there. That's going to be too strong. No good. Rebound comes down to Heemstra. Mason Heemstra with the ball now for Hastings. He trots it across the 10-second line. Here come the Broncos up by nine points here in this one. Mason Heemstra with the ball. Heemstra goes to uh, Logan Kale. Logan holding the ball out here in three-point territory. Now to Barn Hiscock. Barn here at the top of the key. Moves it over to Heemstra. He drives the ball down the baseline. Kicks her back out. Hiscock 4-3. That's off of the mark. No good. Battle for the rebound. It goes out of bounds. Last touch there by the Tigers. Mason Larson had to go off of his fingertips out of bounds. It's going to be Hastings' ball. Broncos will inbound. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. 133 to play here in the second half. Hastings out on top by nine points. 68-59. to There's Barton Hiscock with the ball. He comes out here in the three-point territory. Hands it away now. Heemstra has got the ball. Mason matched up out there with uh, Mason Larson of Dakota Wesley in 10 seconds on the shot clock. Heemstra with the ball. Heemstra hesitates, drives it down the lane. He's trapped the ball, knocked loose, and is picked up here by Dakota Wesley in a turnover on Hastings. A pass is going to be intercepted right back. The Broncos get the ball back, and a foul is going to be called. Logan Kale comes up with an interception over there for Hastings, and he is fouled in the play here by McLeod. Samuel McLeod picks up his third personal foul. Hastings will go to the free throw line now for two shots. That's the 10th team foul on the Dakota Wesleyan here in the ballgame. So this is going to be a two-shot foul. Kale to the line. The shot is up there. It's good. Kale now with 10 points in the ballgame. Two out of three from the free throw line. Kale had 24 the other day against Doan. He's got 10 points so far in this one. 69-59. Hastings on the lead. Next shot, good. to He sings with a lead here in this one. Here's Larson for three. Shot is up there. No good. Ball rebounded here by Loposki. 
Popowski gets it down to Mason Heemstra under a minute to play in the ballgame. Heemstra is uh, dribbling the ball. And now Billy wants to call a timeout with 43 seconds to play. Heemstra is just dribbling the ball out there. Right across the 10-second uh, line, we're down to 43 seconds to play here in this ballgame. We'll take a timeout here, brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street. We'll take a break, 43 seconds to go. Hastings, 70. And Dakota Wesley in 59. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. At the end of the shot clock, there's a shot taken there. It's going to be no good by Zach Johnson. Rebound comes down to Dakota Wesleyan. 25 seconds to go. He sings with an 11-point lead. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan back in their offensive zone. They can't do much with the ball, trailing by 11 points here in this one. They've got some new guys into the ball game now. There's a long-range jumper. It's going to be up there and in. A three-pointer thrown up there by Sawyer Schultz. Schultz cans the uh, three-pointer there. It's now 70-62. to 62. Hastings comes back with the ball. I earn a dribbling with the ball, and the game is over. Hastings wins the game and qualifies. Hastings College wins it over Dakota Wesleyan, 70-62. to So the Broncos will be the number eight seed for the GPAC postseason tournament. Hastings will play at Morningside on uh, Wednesday night. Meanwhile, the Hastings College women, they will play at home on Wednesday night as they will take on the Jimmies of Jamestown as the postseason gets underway. Hastings picking up a must-win situation today because Briar Cliff picked up a win in their game earlier over Doan, 74-66. Hastings takes care of business and beats the uh, Dakota Wesleyan Tigers for the second time this year, winning the ball game 70-62. Back with the final numbers after this. When you log on to shopwhalerdealer.com, you'll see automatic savings including 50% off all food items from Super Saver. Super Saver original products are exceptional in quality, value, and consistency. When you see the Super Saver original label, you're guaranteed to receive a top quality item that can't be purchased anywhere else. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Shop local, save big with Super Saver of Grand Island and shopwheelerdealer.com. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited and we've more than outgrown that space. The 
first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile, and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Hastings College taking care of business here today as the Broncos knock off Dakota Wesleyan final score of 70 to 62. Hastings led at halftime 38 to 24. Dakota Wesleyan got back to within one point at 51 to 50 with 10 minutes and 12 seconds to play in the game. But the Broncos then go on a 14 to 2 run. Over the next couple of minutes, they had a 65-52 to advantage, and the Broncos win it today by 8 over Dakota Wesleyan, 70-62. to So Hastings will go to 15-15 and in the season. They'll finish 8-12 uh, and in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, the number 8 seed for the uh, GPAC tournament that starts on Wednesday. Dakota Wesleyan, they will drop to 21 wins and 8 losses on this season, with two of those losses coming to Hastings this year. The Tigers finished 13-7 and in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. A career-high 27 points today for Mason Heemstra, 16 in the first half, 11 more in the second half for Heemstra. He knocks down a couple of three-pointers. Another great effort by Mason Heemstra at 27, 14 for Bart Hiscock, 12 points for Brandon Oplosky, 11 for Logan Kale, 4 points for Ryan Ierna, and 2 for Zach Kitten. Leading the way for uh, the Tigers in this ball game today, uh, Mason Larson. He comes up with 19 points in the game. Ty Hoagland had 16 points. Their other scorers, uh, Samuel McLeod, had nine points. Jeffrey Shuck had six. Colin Kramer had four points. Bradley Dean had one, and Colin Oppold had four points in the ball game here today. So Hastings College they won it over Dakota Wesleyan by the score. Of 70 to 62. Stay tuned. The players of the game coming up next in the coaches' post-game show. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. Hastings College Basketball has been brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for healthcare. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd Street, across the street from the water park. And by the Hastings College Foundation. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Our Hastings College basketball coverage continues with the player of the game. Our Hastings College women winning in the opener today over uh, Dakota Wesleyan. The final score in that game today was 80-52. to The Hastings College men won in the uh, nine camp 70-62. to 
over the Tigers. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Emma Grenfeld, 15 points for the Hastings College women today. Chandra Farmer had uh, 13 points, grabs eight rebounds. Sophia Pankratz had 13 points and seven rebounds. All candidates for the player of the game. For the Hastings College men, right at the top of the ladder again was uh, Mason Heemstra with 27 points in the basketball game, a new career high for him. 14 points officially for Bart Hiscock, 12 points for Brennan Leposki, and 11 for Logan Kale. Candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winners right after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. Our players of the game today for Hastings College, for the Hastings College women. It was uh, a great performance turned in today by Sophia Pankratz for Hastings. Just misses on a double-double with the 13 points and 7 rebounds. Uh, Sophia hit 5 out of 11 from the field today, knocked down a couple of 3-pointers. And she was also uh, from the free-throw line, 1 out of 3 today, pulls down 7 rebounds, 2 on the uh, defensive side, 5 offensive rebounds today. So seven total rebounds, 13 points as he plays 26 minutes today. And for the Hastings College men, once again, Mason Heemstra had 24 against this team the first time around. He outdoes himself today. 27 points, a new career high for Mason Heemstra. Nine out of 16 from the field. Two out of four from three-point territory. Seven out of nine from the free-throw line. Pulls down three rebounds. 27 points with one assist and one steal today as Hastings Beats Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 70-62. to 62. So, Sophia Pankratz and Mason Heemstra are players of the game today for Hastings College. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. You've been listening to the player of the game. Stay tuned. The coach's postgame show is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. It's time now for the Coach's Post Game Show. And now, let's go back to the court to visit with tonight's coach. All right, back here at the Carolina the Osborne Sports Complex is Brady Barrett, the assistant coach for Hastings, will join us. And, Coach, congratulations. Uh, we, we move on. Yeah, it was a must win. Um, you know, this game kind of reflects on the whole season. It's been a tough year. Um, our, all of our guys know us. Seniors wish it would have gone differently, um, but we have an opportunity now. And, um, you know, they never give up. They kept fighting. They had every opportunity just to, to be done. Um, they never have. They, they kept fighting, and it showed today that their, their passion, energy, and, and their focus for 40 minutes is pretty impressive with seven seniors come out. Um, and, they, and they had a lot of pressure. We, we lose this game. We don't make conference tournament. Their career is done on senior night. So no senior wants that. 
Um, they came out focused. They didn't panic at all. They got to be a one-point game, I think. Um, and, and for senior group, it could uh, you could turn into panic. And, and we didn't. We stayed together. We had some huge shots late. Um, I'm, I'm happy for Logan. I know he had a huge three late. I think we were up by five or six, and he with two or maybe three and a half, and he had a huge three. For all the seniors, I'm happy for them. And we have an opportunity now. It's a new season. Uh, nobody believes we're going to go beat Morningside. The only guys that got to believe that are guys in the locker room. They actually do. Um, we, we got beat by 11 in here without Bart. Um, so we, we truly believe that we can go and beat them. This Dakota Wesleyan team just beat them a couple weeks ago. So it's not like they, you know, nobody's beat them. You know, we'll watch film on that game and, and do some of the same stuff they did. Um, and we, we truly believe we can go uh, compete with them. 51 to 50. They, they cut a 14 points. Uh, halftime uh, lead down to one point, 51 to 50, with 10 minutes and 13 seconds to go. You guys call the timeout and immediately go on a, a 14 to two run to yeah, kind of put the, the game away. The difference was the ball movement. We were the ball was sticking. Um, you know they're getting easy shots, and then the ball is sticking our end. We finally got some player movement, north south cuts, stuff like that, and then we got easy buckets, got it wide open threes. Um, so that was the difference. And, and once we called that timeout, I said, hey, there, we, we didn't call any sets or anything. There's no sets to call. Just about moving the ball and getting cuts at the rim, and, and then we got layups. Uh, Mason Teamstra, as I think we all have found out, he's a stud. Um, as a freshman, I don't know if he's going to get the freshman of the year. I, I don't, I'm not about awards. I'm not about any of that stuff. But I think he, he uh, definitely he should be the defense player of the year. I've said that many times. Ty Hoagland is one of the best players of all time in the G-Pack. And uh, he was 6-17 day, and one of the reasons was Mason Heemstra. And Mason was playing on a really, really bad ankle today. He was not even close to 100%. I don't think he was ha- uh, 50% today. Um, he rolled his ankle bad in practice yesterday. Um, but I just show, I mean, he, he's hard-nosed. He, he's a hard competitor. Um, you know, he, he brings life to your team, and that and that's uh, something special. That kid's got a bright future ahead of him, and I'm glad he's uh, on our roster. Yeah, Ty, uh, he scores 16 points, but as you mentioned, 6 out of 17 yeah. from the field. And that came after uh, they were matched up again uh, earlier this year. Yeah. Mason absolutely shut him down yeah. out there. and even a couple of layups he had, they were sure as curl cuts, and, and Mason had a tag, and we didn't have help. Um, so Mason did exactly what he was supposed to on those uh, double screens. When, when he was curling those, we just didn't have help, and we, we corrected that. Though We called timeout and said, hey, we got to have somebody there help, and Mason's going to tag it like we told him to. Somebody's got to be there to help him out. Uh, but pretty special. His energy is, is fun to watch. I mean, it's it's crazy a kid can play that hard for that long because he, I mean, he's, he got tackled three times a day. Um, so he's probably feeling like he just got done playing a high school football game, which he was an all-state football player too. But um, he just gets right back up and knocks down free throws, and, and he's, a, he's a true competitor. Um, I, I think guys want to play with him, and that's a huge part. A guy like that that brings the energy and passion to the game, not just the game, to the life. It's pretty special. Barton Hiscock, 14 points and 15 rebounds, so he has a double-double. I'll tell you about all of his points. Uh, yeah. He had to earn those. Oh, yeah. They, they're, they're physical. They're, they're bigs. Um, you know, we knew we were going to have to hit a few shots outside because they are going to get double-team in and play behind him. And, and uh, the biggest part is the rebounds because you give the team like that a second chance, they're going to hit a few of them. And they, and they did get some offensive rebounds in the second half. Uh, I think they might have had five or six in the second half. But uh, we just kept battling, kept battling, uh, found a way to win. Um, you know, I'm just so glad for the seniors, for the whole group, for that um, you, we have a new life now. Go play conference tournament. You never know what happens there. 47-39 on the boards. You had a bigger advantage at halftime, right. but you get the job done today. Yeah, I mean, if you look at we had 13 offensive rebounds, and that's pretty impressive for a team that's pretty big. Um, you know, and, and they're, you know, they're a ranked top 10 team, and we beat them twice this year. Uh, they're a little different team than they were early in the year. They had a couple guys uh, hurt and stuff like that, but it's still a really, really good team. Like I said, they just beat Morningside. Um, what, two weeks ago, I think it was, on a Wednesday night. So it's a really, really good team. Ty Hoagland is one of the best players of all time, and I, and I truly mean that. People might laugh. He is 
I don't, I can't remember the stats he has on how many points, but it's unbelievable how many point career points he has. He's one of the best players to ever play in this league. All right, so it's uh, Wednesday night at uh, Morningside, a team that's beat us twice. Yeah. They, they were number one in the nation most of the oh, year. Yeah. They've dropped a couple of games here recently, but yeah, uh, it, like, it's like new life. Yeah, um, you know our guys are looking forward to the opportunity. Nobody's giving us a shot, um, but that doesn't matter. Like I said, the only guys that matters is the guys in our locker, and we truly believe we can go up there and, and be competitive with them. We're playing well. Uh, Mason's playing really well. We're shooting the ball with more confidence. The last couple of games, I know we were. You know, but we only shot 25 today, uh, but we have been shooting better. Um, and, you know, the game here, it was a four-point game. A lot of the game ended up being the 11, I think. Uh, but we were right there without Bart. So, um, we'll see. hey, we're going to put some different stuff in, and, and we're going to give it all we got. And th- that's it. There's no national tournament after that. So, we got to win here on out. And uh, so, I, I think our seniors are looking forward to our whole team. Is, and I'll say it again because it's true. It's new life. Conference tournament is a different season. It's it's new. The regular season is done. Moving into conference tournament now, so it should be fun. When you when you think of Morningside, what do you what do you think oh, of their first? Physicality. They're so physical. I I don't know their weight coach. I don't know their but what they're doing up there is pretty impressive because I watched some of those kids grow up that were in Omaha area and they were not that big and physical in high school. Uh, matter of fact, I'm I'm saying they're probably I don't know 170 pounds. They were um, not as big and, and whatever they did at Morningside. Guys that are juniors and seniors now, they're huge. Uh, so give credit to the strength, uh, strength t- uh, staff because it's impressive. Those guys are so, so physical, and that's their strength of their team. It's not shooting the ball. It's not getting up and pressuring. It's their physicality, um, and that's something that we're trying to model off them because in, in college basketball, it's so physical right now. you got to have upper body strength, um, and that's probably the most important thing about basketball is upper body strength, and they're, and they're physical. And so um, we're, we're looking forward to we got some physical guys too, so it'll be nice having Bart this time around. No doubt they're the most physical team in the league. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so we'll have to bang with them and, 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 you know, try to get them in foul trouble too. And they have – Dakota Wesleyan got them in foul trouble. That's one reason they won at Dakota West or uh, Dakota Wesleyan beat them at their, at their place. But um, trying to get some of their bigs away from the hoop. They, they have a hard time guarding Bart outside. Uh, Bart can beat some of their bigs around. Um, and we'll have to do some pick and roll with, with Mason and, and see if he can't get in the paint and start kicking for other, for other guys. And, and bottom line, we got to make shots up there. We're going to have to probably hit 14, 15 threes and, and, and make sure they're good shots too. Okay, we'll see you Wednesday. Yeah, thanks, Mike. That's uh, Brady Barron, the assistant coach for Hastings. Hastings needed a win today. They got it. They uh, knock off Dakota Wesleyan for the second time this season. Hastings winning today by a score of 70-62 to 62 over Dakota Wesleyan. So the Hastings College men will play at Morningside on Wednesday. Hastings College women will be at home as they will take on the Jimmies of Jamestown. We'll take one last break. We'll come back right after this. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. So the Hastings College women, they went in their ball game earlier today over Dakota Wesleyan by a score of 80-52. to 52. The Hastings College men, they win Today, by the score of 70-62 to 62 over Dakota Wesleyan. High school basketball today, Platteview beat Hastings High girls, the final of 38-30 to 30 in the district championship. So the uh, Tigers' quest for a berth in the girls' state tournament is going to come up uh, one game short as a Platteview knocks off Hastings today in the district championship ball game by a score 
of 38 to 30. We've got more high school basketball coming up this week on our group of stations on Platte River Radio. The boys' sub-districts get underway. We'll have uh, district championships for the girls for Adams Central and Hastings St. Cecilia later in the week. And we'll have GPAC basketball on uh, Wednesday night. Again, the official pairings and all the game times and everything will be announced here in a little bit by the uh, GPAC office in Sioux City. But the Bronco men are in. The Bronco women are in. Action gets underway on Wednesday. That'll wrap things up from the Osborne Sports Complex here this afternoon. For 1230 KHAS Sports, this is Mike Will. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. Catch the excitement of Hastings College basketball all season long on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Hastings College basketball is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports. This is 1230 AM, KHAS Hastings, streaming online at HastingsLink.com. The music you want.